and we are live. Oh, sit. Live. <laughs> live the, and direct. How the hell are you guys doing? It's been a while. For the people at home, it's been like three days. Feels like it's been a couple weeks. Yeah, a couple weeks. I feel rusty. The magic of... The ring rust. From the magic of podcast movie making allows us to... I feel like we haven't casted in a long fucking time. It is, dude. You have a, a long ponytail. I know. I got a beard. <laughs> I got a tooth that's all messed a up. A beard and a ponytail. A little a bit long in the tooth. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> what up, fellas and podcast crowd? Squadcast crowd? What's the word, gents? I feel like Dermalone Malone is he's doing something right now. He seems preoccupied. Um, what about your that. What about your ability to... Uh, multitask you always get on me about that nah you're right i can multitask i'm just i'm, I'm on the clock right now something serious going on i'm drafting some kind of i'm doing evaluation a, of your manliness i'm doing a, uh, i'm doing a nah it's no that's just what i do i'm doing a fantasy football draft via phone right now is wow. there money on the table is this yeah a money Whoa, league? Ho, ho, ho. what's that costing sixteen thousand dollars on the line nice no, I'm just in the league rubles rubies where they play for pay that's it dude it's funny too because like i know you guys aren't like this but i'm one of those dudes that does the fantasy football drafts yep so i had three and um i had three and the three that i did i wasn't able to draft i was either climbing a mountain or i was out with my buddies wow and now i'm doing one now so and we're squad casting what is it auto draft so you do like an auto draft yeah that was like that was like the definition of first world white people problems it right is. there. I it couldn't do the fantasy draft because I was out climbing a mountain. horrible, dude. <laughs> no, but it's like, if I really cared enough, I probably would have went, you know, I can't do it, dude. I got I to gotta draft. Like I can't mountain, go here. Yeah. Like, we got to get back. With like an oh, antenna. Like, yeah, I can't go to Paris, baby. No. It was a fantasy draft. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're going to have to reschedule. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw like a, a thing where there's like these leagues and like uh, – if you come in last place, you have to like yeah. endure some kind of horrible embarrassment or like God. have a they have make a you get a tattoo. Have a tattoo. What is it like a frat? Like you gotta drink it's like yeah. combining well, the worst, <laughs> the yeah. worst of all worlds. Yeah, there's a combination. If the, you can't, there is a combination there. There's a sweet you can't spot. Randomly in the pick other. My wife's blood deeds. soaked tampon must go into your mouth for one minute. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Charlie, you fucked up this year. <laughs> must totally humiliate yourself for life yeah. amongst your colleagues and peers yeah I asked him earlier did he pick up Terrell Owens in the third round and I was looking for him uh, he wasn't the, on the list it's like the last time I played fantasy football <laughs> I was trying to think last of, time I played fantasy football I think Terrell Owens would have been like a sweet pick what's, I mean this is uh, he was talking fantasy football earlier so I was trying to think who's the number one pick I was trying to think of the, well, who's the lamest guy I could joke that he's picking mm. what's the name of the kicker who injured himself doing his patented celebration do you remember that guy yeah I do remember the two brothers yeah. these two guys are like twin brothers in the NFL who would jump up and down and go crazy every field goal and extra point, like 19-yard field goal. Really? Going fucking wild. And this people are like, this guy's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like popped his fucking... Hammy. Yeah. Like, yeah literally right. was like career over from celebrating Fuck. for an extra point. Can't remember his name. But anyways, that's your first pick. Dude. Tell me look for him. Janikowski's still kicking. Ahmad Bradshaw. Fucking man. Hold on. International rules. Polish. Janikowski. Linebacker. So last time we uh, left the Squadcast, we were yes. we were sampling a product that we were in the works with. Yeah, we have an yes. update on that. Yeah, it's uh, in the pipeline now. Officially in the pipeline, it's it brewing. It is brewing. It's mixing and brewing. Can Good. we give detail? Any more? Any more details here? Yes, well, I, it's I've, delicious. 
Yes. It is the and, yeah, and I nutritious. Can you, I can give you I can give you um some vague details that don't like that, a, that don't help you a at 20% all. Twenty percent spoiler here. Okay. Well I've termed it a recovery elixir. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I think it is. All right. I like that. That's what I think it is. I don't That's what I need. It is an amino formula, but okay. I think we've said that on record before. I don't know if we have. Okay. I believe we've said that it's an amino formula. Mom's before. dropping. <laughs> Do it, you delete the app. The fantasy football app. How much bandwidth it can. We'll get back to it. Make some tough decisions here. Um, So, uh, yeah, so it's an amino formula. Um, Aminos are involved. Yes, aminos are involved, and it's what I would call a recovery elixir. Yep. And the thing that uh, I I feel really comfortable saying is that um, it's not. Um, just like a basic BCAA formula. Because I think that's um, what a lot of that category is dominated by are just products that simply just have the three branch chain amino acids in it. And um, this has, this has, yeah, sure. uh, As as have I many times. Right. This has um, those and then some. Um, And it's got fixins, but nothing that's there just for the sake of being there. Everything's got a purpose. Kind of like Vice, right? Vice is... uh, um, Comprehensive, but very straightforward. That is the mo. Yes, exactly. That's what we do. Let's not make anybody pay for any bullshit that they don't need. Right. Um, but let's let's take an approach um, to these, you know, sort of established products um, that's sort of novel and unique, a fresh take on them. And yeah. that's what I that's what I feel this product is. And I feel like most people don't know that where they'll buy aminos and be like, "Yeah, you got any aminos?" And they don't realize like it's basically BCAAs. Yeah. Oftentimes so, it is, sure. So if you get one with a whole medley of different things that complement the BCAAs, yep. that's the shit you want. Yeah. And, and that's sure. the shit that we're coming out with. Yep. Absolutely. So it's, you know, it's uh it'll it'll provide the branch chain amino acids that uh you're looking for and that your current product provides, but it'll also have uh support materials to make uh such a formula much more robust. It's gotta be different. So lots of big things going on, man. Lots product of product number two. Yep. Mm. Of many. Yep. And uh a signing. A signing. A, a signing's the wrong word. A uh, this is like um, like the dude comes out of the the crowd with a chair. I don't know what you would call that yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. partnership. Well, it was it was um it's it sort of reminiscent of of wrestling days past. Yeah. Right. Um, and I like that. Uh, it's kind of like how the brand came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, dude. I felt like uh, this, um, at least as far as the rest of the world was concerned, um, I, I feel like uh, bringing Antoine Vian into the fold hey. also came out of nowhere. The, is, that, is that the, was that the Canuck? No, the French-Canadian pronunciation? Was that the exact? An- Antoine Vian, I believe. <laughs> that's the only way I've ever known how to pronounce yeah, it. That's so. good. That's applause. It's good to get that uh, right. <laughs> that's the soundboard. <laughs> so he's just beatboxing now. He's Razel. Razel Malone. And we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> and we're live. Yeah, are you gonna announce your picks live? <laughs> the people. Bryce <laughs> Hopper. Nah. <laughs> the wrong sport. Yo, so uh, give us a little background. Okay. On the newest member of the the first official athlete. All right. Well, outside of the and I think you know, well, a lot ahead. of people are asking why why did why did you sign why did G Code sign Antoine and give us the background. All right, well, I mean, um, Antoine and I go way back, uh, way, way back, right? Um, it was at one point where myself and uh, 
a few guys who I'm still friends with uh, were on a message board called Muscle Mayhem on um, online. And it was like a cool kind of place for like people who were serious about training and nutrition and whatnot. And uh, this was like early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And um, it was like internet 1.0. Right, yep. and that's and, and that's when the message boards were popular, and that's when this message board was especially popular, and uh, Antoine was on there as like a eighteen year old kid, right, who was already like this sort of jacked phenom yeah. of a of a young lad, um, you know, out of Canada, and um, I, uh, you know, we just were internet friends for a while, yeah. right, and uh, th- I was probably in my early to mid 20s and Antoine was in his teens and um we uh you know we were just cool online just respect each other knew each other from being online and then uh later on down the road I uh met him at a trade show mm-hmm. uh this photographer came up to introduce him to me and as, as if because the photographer knew me and he knew Antoine but yeah. didn't know that we knew each other from online gotcha. so uh we were like Holy shit! And like yeah, I know him, and he's like yeah. I was like he's like oh G D Z L, and and so that we were basically friends from that point on, yeah. and um, our paths crossed um, a couple times, uh, multiple times, all the time. Whenever we do trade shows and that sort of stuff, and then uh, we uh, were both uh, employed by the same company for quite some time, um, and uh, then you know further down the road, uh, you know, I think we all sort of travel a, a different path in our lives and um you know i went one way and antoine went another uh, but we always stayed in touch mm-hmm. and um he's uh i think in the midst of something of a of a personal and professional renaissance mm-hmm. um and uh he reached out to me recently and you know the conversation was always you know about some point down the lo- down the road where we'd again join forces um you know and he's um, you know, he's friends with all my friends and all the guys who are in on the ground level of G code, um, dirt and Antoine have a, yeah. have a very unique friendship. Um, so, uh, so it just seemed like a no brainer and it's like, you know, obviously we're building this thing from the ground up and we're not, you know, um, some, you know, major player, you know, international, uh, you know, uh, multinational corporation or yet. anything like that right yet. yet at this point. Right. Um, and Antoine's, you know, in the process of, uh, rebuilding himself just as we're building this thing from the ground up. So it was like the perfect time. Yeah. It's, I mean that to me, like it wasn't out of left field, obviously. Right. Like we've had kind of discussions like these, of course, we're like a very high bar when we talk about like who can be associated with everything that's going on. Yeah. And you know, the same way we look at every detail Yeah, yeah, yeah. and also kind of like where he's at on his journey. Yep. Like you're saying where G code is. Yep. And the awesomeness of that picking yourself up yep. and being ambitious yep. and uh, the world having questions yep. and doubts yep, of and course. kind of like flying in the face of that yeah, in many yeah. ways. Very much know? so. Very in, much so. In terms of like Antoine's journey, for those who don't know, like he's obviously like a recognizable name in the industry. Yep. He's, uh, you could say, been to the mountaintop. Yeah, very much so. Sure. And he's been in the valley. Yep. Absolutely. And he's kind of now. It's kind of like, all right, which. Yep. You yep. know, Incl- which direction are you going in, yep. and which. Yep. You know, how motivated are you, yep. and what's going to be the, 
I'm not going to say like final assessment, sure. but like, you know, yeah. where, which one are you? Yep. You know, are Absolutely. you going to keep going up? Are you going to keep fighting adversity? Yep. Are you going to show? He seems to like embody all that, that character and everything. Yep. Great guy, obviously. Yep. Makes you want to root for somebody Very like on so. that journey. And so hopefully we can, uh, you know, ascend together. Of course. I think that's that's the whole idea. And it's like, you know, he... Um, or, or should I say rise together? That's correct. Rise Come up. together. And that's the thing. And it's like, you know, he... Um, you know, it's, it's two things, right? One, I feel like personally, you know, in our conversations about this and what our brand represents, I think two really important things is that, you know, first of all, I don't think we want mercenaries you know yes where we talked about that yeah where it's like just simply cutting a check for a pretty face or somebody with a name right somebody's like well let me see do you have a hundred and seventy five thousand plus followers yeah, yeah. here's your promo code yeah exactly join the you know what i mean like exactly a, and a I, dime a dozen and i don't know you shit. and i don't know you pal and you don't know me at all and you yeah. don't give a shit about yeah. us or right. this brand or right. any of that stuff but but if the money's right and it's like yeah, you know it's like we're sending this like we're sending you uh some vice and meanwhile yeah. you like you're shitting on it and like yeah, yeah. Give, selling it to your boy right. like to somebody in the gym for 50 bucks who, who and knows in your pocket who like, knows you know, that you know. stuff's always possible. And it's like, you know, um, and I, and I, and don't get me wrong. Like I kind of get that hustle. I, I get why some guys are out there in that position because, you know, you're trying to, you know, you might have a million people offering you a million different things. And it's like, you know, uh, you're just trying to navigate that and trying to make the best of it. And, you know, but it's low hanging fruit, man. It certainly that to is. Be the, certainly the is. standard of like who you do business with. And even like, you know, you go to these situations with the, the, the expos and yeah, everything yeah. would be at, or there's road trips, all kinds of shit. Yeah. It's like, who would you want to be in a submarine right. with? Oh, for sure. I think about that, like, from freelance gigs I yep. work all the time, and it's like, you know, it's one thing to just be like, oh, who who can I tolerate? Right, a or professional who's like, acquaintance. Who's, like, sufficient? And right. then there's, like, all right, who's cool when, like, the going gets done? Right, exactly. Who's a gamer? And, yeah, we t- we've used that word for, like, yep. 20 years. Yep. Yep. <laughs> gamer. Yep. Um... Yeah, man. So awesome. And and you know one other thing too, right? Uh, on top of just not being a mercenary and somebody who's got, you know, a history with us. The other thing too, I think that's important is that um, we're a brand of real people from real places, and it's like yes. you know the thought of um, giving uh, somebody else an opportunity um, and giving somebody else a second chance um, is a very profound one that I don't take for granted, and yeah. I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. And he's be always been that. like very open and genuine yep. with like his his, yep. his followers yep. and his yep. you know what I mean yep. like approachable. Yep. Obviously, he's like a uh, we, we've I think we, like comedic genius of yeah. sorts. Oh, like very much so. in terms of like personality and everything, he's bursting with personality, but he's also like a very real dude. So. Yep. And that's the thing too, right? It's like I, I've always seen in him this brilliance that I thought was bigger than the sport. Yeah. You know, no, and I mean, that he, if there dude, was ever you could a take guy him right now and like put, I just like throw him on like the set of a game show. Oh, for sure. Or like, nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, of course. Or just drop him in like the set of ESPN. Yeah, yeah. And he'd be like, you know. You tell me he couldn't be a star in WWE? Oh my God. You know? Yeah, no, like, no, totally right. So yeah. it's like if the, you know, um, if I look at it just entirely analytically and remove the personal stuff, I just think the, the kid has uh, so much talent. And yeah. it's like, man, you know, how cool is it that, you know, 
uh, he's uh, a longtime friend of ours and that we are in a position to make this thing happen, you know, and, and give a guy like him an opportunity. And he's given us an opportunity. You know what oh, I mean? He's absolutely. believing in us. It's yeah. a leap of faith on his part. No, it's, it's, a, it's a mutually uh, beneficial yeah. and a mutual, not rolling the dice, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? But like, just, like you said, taking a chance. Yeah, yeah. A leap of faith. Understanding how things can work out. Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. That's big. That's huge news added huge to the news. team. Yep. Little love from uh, Flex Magazine this yeah, week. So yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Which is huge. So it's like, you know, um, they're like a bodybuilding institution. So it's like, you know, and, and one that, uh, um, I don't know, just always represented like the the real the real side of the sport and the lifestyle, but at its best. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't. So it's like, all right. So like, here's like this this uh, magazine that kind of represents hardcore bodybuilding, lifting, and all that, and you know, is loaded with information and knowledge and all that stuff. But it's also not like in your face, like pushing drug information and that yeah. sort of stuff. Like yeah. it's 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 that sweet spot between being real and hardcore and also having avoiding some, like cartoonish having some shit. dignity yeah 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 and it, and it like predates social media in for a way sure. where it's like for sure not to like be a guy who shits on social media nope. like i'm not i don't you know yeah but we have all seen the downside of it yeah, and sure. it was kind of like a one-sided conversation yeah. versus now where it's yep. like everybody gets to you know what i mean like yep. No matter what the post is, there's like somebody hating or something yeah. like that. And oh, before, for sure. There wasn't all that negative energy. Yeah, yeah. Yep. With flex. Yep. You know? Yep. Um, so that's obviously epic. And you know, it's like uh, we're we're magazine guys. We're guys who grew no, up on yeah, magazines. Exactly. And it's like that was always to me like, um, you know, there were magazines that represented like uh, my various interests. And, Slam magazine. Right. Slam magazine for basketball right at its best. That was, it was incredible. Yeah. You know? And uh, I always felt Flex was the bodybuilding version of that. Like, mm -hmm. it was, like, all the best things about bodybuilding in, in one place, you know? And it was the extension of Joe Weider's legacy. He was really, like, the godfather of bodybuilding and, uh, you know, basically made the supplement industry even possible. And, and you know, um, you know, I, I remember uh, them talking about Joe Weider, you know, in the 40s or whatever when he was starting his periodicals. And his, his, uh, view, his view and goal for the future was basically that um, one day everybody would be a bodybuilder and all he meant by that, right. Was that everyone would see the benefit of lifting weights yeah. and eating well. Yeah. It's really all he meant. And you see it kind of happens, you know, incrementally, and, yeah. And I mean, you know, remove all the labels yeah. from any of it. But if you just talk about how many people are out in the world and it's on their and, you know, mind, Jack LaLanne is another guy yeah, who's yeah, a yeah. for, you know, at the forefront of that. But Joe Weider is the, you know, this guy in terms of, you know, taking information and bringing it to the masses, you know, his idea was that one day everyone would be a bodybuilder. And it's like, well, if you kind of look at it, you look at sports and you just look at regular people and how they live their life, how important the gym is, how important lifting weights is to them in whatever way they do it. Yep. And then the, the emphasis on Dude, eating, eating a I healthy mean, like, balanced lifestyle. It's just, it's, it's like, exploding and growing exponentially it's every day. It's omnipresent. It yep. doesn't matter if you're like 200 pounds overweight no, or winning the Olympia. Yep. It's like uh, yep. everywhere now. Yep. You can see it like on the packaging of fucking cereal. It's like, yep. you know, yep. how much protein? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, what? It's crazy to think of like rice checks putting how much protein is in their cereal yeah. on, the, on the box. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and it's like, and, I, and that's just, to me, that's just an extension of his legacy. You know yeah. that, those those little things and how omnipresent, like you said, how omnipresent uh, um, the the various elements of bodybuilding are now, just in mainstream society. 
I see know. like people who are like uh, Influx Magazine's his and the Mr. Olympia's his and uh, I don't want to be too. Mad. I think the big thing is information too, right? Like back in the day, everybody was just drinking Pepsi and eating whatever the fuck they wanted. So right. now, and you were a little bit of a weirdo if you didn't do that. Yeah. yeah. So you know, what I mean, so if you 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 know, um, you know, I mean, you you only, you only have to go back and you can look at like uh, sitcoms and TV shows from like the '80s and their portrayal of like people who exercise and yeah. stuff. And it's <laughs> yeah. like you know, yeah. it, they got like a headband on. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like wristbands. And, and yeah. the, the baggy, you know, the baggy patterns, yep. the vest pants, and you know all that stuff. And it like you know, you kind of look like a circus freak. Yeah. Um, like Planet Fitness is still like clinging to right, that. Yeah, 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 like, for sure. That don't, stereotype. Don't be one of those people who yeah. cares. Yes, exactly. Marketing to mediocrity. Dude, marketing is so diverse now. Don't it's exert. Crazy. It's like literally, don't exert yourself. Yep. Is there marketing? Yeah, yeah exactly. To market to mediocrity to uh, to discourage effort. Yeah, it's a lot easier. Discourage like, determination and effort and those sort of things. Yeah. And I said, like, that was the thing, like, that never really made sense to the Planet Fitness model to me is, like, because, like, all right, I get it. Like, you don't want meatheads and you don't want dudes in tank tops who you believe are intimidating to regular society. I completely Even disagree with that's it. inaccurate. I can, yeah, of course, of course. Of course. If, let's say you're going with that as a inaccurate but marketing. I, right, and, exactly. I, I, I reject all of those stereotypes um, immediately, out of hand. But I will say that, I, okay, so I get what they're saying. They're trying to create this environment that's a little bit more welcoming and less intimidating to your to average Joe. Newbies. Right. Yes. Fine. But the, the thing that I always came back to was like, what about you're the 15-year-old kid who's trying to make his high school football team? Yeah. So you're in there just training like a nut because it's the only thing you care about in the <laughs> yeah. whole world. Yeah. Like, you don't fit there either. You well, don't belong there either. And then I'm thinking to myself, like, what kind of a mainstream gym is not a place that the high school kid can go and yeah. well, you know, how about, be welcome like, the person to go? Who's, like, struggling with their weight and it's, like, Pizza Bagel Friday. Uh, yeah, sure. And they literally put pizza on the counter yeah. of the fucking gym. Yeah. And it's like, well, at what point are you actually contributing to the yeah. problem? You're an enabler. Just to... You know, say, "Oh, we're not hardcore." It's yeah, like, "Oh, yeah. well, wait a minute! No, yeah, you're yeah. you're fucking poisoning." Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, hell. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yep. But anyways, I just took us onto a planet shit this thing. No, no, that's I fine. Apologize. That's fine. Planet but, fatness. Uh, yeah, man. Big things popping. How's the draft going over Gone, there? Gone. It's done. It's done. <laughs> I've been silent. It's done. Wow. It was quick. How'd it was a qu- it was a quick draft. Now, when you pick like three or four teams, three like you end up with three or four different teams, right? Yeah. Yep. Do you try to pick the same players on every team and every league? I try to pick like Falcon players, Because right. I'm a Falcon. All right. Fan. Well, that's good. At least yeah. you're picking with your so heart. So I try to bit. pick them. Like I'll try to pick up Matt yeah, Ryan. Yeah. Because how you gonna or, root against your? Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, it's all just you set your lineup and then you vote for your, or you don't vote. You root for your fucking team. That's but like, how it should after be. After you have three or four teams, isn't there like a point where you're rooting for everyone? You're like, yeah, yeah you're like, yeah. you need the tight end to uh, score, but you right. need the defense to hold up, and you're like, what the fuck? No, I mean, if you're a true fan, you just vote for your. Right. Vote. Why do I keep saying vote? You well, root for your team. You like, should vote, people. <laughs> Get out and vote. <laughs> well, it's funny, you know. It's like uh, I, I liked like when fantasy football first became. Famous. I used to pick the teams with my dad, and I it was actually fun. I used to yeah. play like in a in a money league, and I and I enjoyed that. But I probably just enjoyed it more because it was picking it with my dad. But you know, we were the type to watch like all the games and all the teams and all the players. But fan- I understand why fantasy football engages you and makes like the casual fan care more about what's going yeah. on in every the single and, play. And, and every they're more engaged game. now. Sure, it's you like kind of know every player. It's a too. blowout, and you're yeah, still yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so I, it drives know. the sport in many ways. But you know what I, it is I, now? Everyone does it. Yeah. So are you going to do it? 
Who? You. Me? Yeah. Oh, dude, I already <laughs> that, <laughs> that ship, ship that sailed. ship sailed a long Let's time go, ago, yeah. pal. You know, <laughs> but it's you know what though? It's also uh, it's also not it, it, it's not me over here indicting any of it. Really, it's go always looks at it's, me like stop being diplomatic. <laughs> Stop no, being no, so political. No, no. Well, no, no, certain no there's certain people that won't even go buy it. I, dude, this is, as far as shit goes, I don't have a problem with anybody doing stuff like this. Yeah, like, yeah. whatever. It's a fucking free world. Yeah, of course. Who am I to judge? Okay. It's the only thing I have is like, people know more about the third string quarterback yeah, yeah. for a team they don't even like. Right. They don't even know, like, the senator in their state. Right. Or fucking, like, yep. why their income tax just went up 10%. Yep, yep. And, like, the world falls apart. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know. Do some heavy lifting. Well, apathy, That's all. apathy, right? The yeah. potential for what the negative, uh, you know, consequences of apathy. But that's the thing, though, right? Like, so at a certain point, I just kind of um, realized that, um, you know, I've said it a bunch of times, right? Like, you'll make time for that, which is important, right? You got yeah. 168 hours in your week, right? Yeah. So, so like the excuses about I don't have time are kind of bullshit. You'll make time for the stuff that really matters. Yeah. And sometimes the other stuff has to, you know, hit yeah, the bricks. Like, and for me, the house is burning down. Right. You get grandma or the baseball. Right. right exactly. Exactly. And I feel like we've got the society's like a little tilted towards the, the baseball card collection and not enough towards grandma. And that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for sure. It's not I, like I don't love fucking baseball cards. Oh, come on. <laughs> you, you know, know what I mean? I watch football. Of course. And but, so it's uh, like, so priorities. it's like, right. So Character. I sit here, I sit here and I think like, uh, you know, um, I just don't have the, the energy for it. Yes. You know what I mean? I don't have the, the, the capacity to dedicate. What do you take? It's like, what are you taking off? Right. Right. What do you take off the list to give right. time billing? Yeah, yeah, to that. Yeah, you know. Yep, and it's just not. I, I just don't care enough to. to I hear you. You know, you'll make time for that, which is important, and to, to me, that's not important enough to make time for it in what is already kind of a complicated. It's like, life. Tr- like I, I literally, it's like, I, tr- I try to rationalize it sometime like tradition like you know what i mean like i or not that i'm like consciously doing no, no, it but no, like no. i you know sun sunday making yep. food oh, hanging out you know gatherings yeah, it's yeah. like do i really give a shit about the super bowl like right. it's pat's falcons yeah, like yeah. am i really invested no, in this yeah. it's like five hours long on a sunday night yep. but it's like all right if 10 friends are getting together yep. and i haven't seen three of them you know what i mean yep. it's like then it becomes of course that's, that's what all it all is. becomes to yeah. a certain extent it's like um you know, like I, I uh, you know, I'm a Raiders fan. Yeah. Um, but I have always kind of liked Tom Brady, right. whatever reason. And uh, I've always been kind of in awe of what they were able to do in New England with their system and how Belichick's able to like lose guys and then Keep give guys second chances and, yeah. and plugs yeah. the. And it's it's always incredible to me. It's sort of like Popovich. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I always just was kind of in awe of his ability to do that. Yep. To cheat. And, yep. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Woo! Woo! Uh, and then also, <laughs> I'm a Dolphins fan. Full disclosure. Uh, dude, hey, the Tuck rule. If anybody's been hurt more <laughs> by, by the New England dynasty, um, so like you know, I I uh, I've always been kind of impressed by that by them, and I and I I've just like Brady. I like watching Brady. So it's yeah. like I like um, you know the Raiders are my team. Um, so I try to find opportunities to watch them especially now that they're on the uptick i mean i watched yeah. them when they were terrible but yeah, now that course. they're on, now that they're on the upswing it's like oh man it, it's nice to be able to catch them even if it's a quarter here or on red zone or a little sure. bit here a little there right um but like another guy but i'll, I'll go out of my way to watch brady too like if yeah. brady's on i'll just try to try to new yeah. england's on i'll try to watch him because i just like watching him you know it's probably like somebody who didn't like the bulls but 
would watch, would go out of the way to watch Jordan. Absolutely. Right. So same deal. Um, so like I sit here and I think about like the Super Bowl, right? Like me and Tara were like, we're going, all right, we're going to make some food and then get the babies to bed. And then we'll catch the second half. Yeah, and it's pretty much exactly how it worked out. And then you remember it was that crazy comeback yeah, yeah, in the yeah, second yeah, half. Yeah, yeah. So like that's that was like so you know me and her <laughs> basically you know after watching babies all day on a Sunday, brain's completely fried. But you're eating snacks, and it's like snacks. and it's yeah. like two quarters of just like mesmerizing football. Yeah. And it was like that was incredible. Yep. Like in the, and if that's what sports is for me now, yeah, that's I'm fine that with that. Monday needs to be a national holiday. Yeah, oh, for sure. I think I got these are my two. I that should be a national holiday, and I this is my idea for Columbus Day, right? To get all political. Yeah, yeah. By the way, fact fact okay. for everyone, just the facts, yep, right? Facts. Christopher Columbus yes. never stepped foot on the continent. No, he United did not. States. He's never been here. He made the furthest he made it was where it was the furthest he made it. To like, you it's, know, an, it's an island. Probably to like kill an Indian from the right, from like a right, ship. Right, right. To launch a cannonball at, into an Indian right, family. Right. <laughs> We had the guests, right. you know. Um, so I think we should just have an America Day, okay, where everyone gets the day off, which they already do, right? But it's to rebuild communities, awesome. to do something mm. for your community. Awesome. It could be your mow your own fucking lawn, I'm right? Sure. You know what I mean? But pick up trash, yep. paint something, yep. go help out. Yep. We should just have one national day where we all do that. Kids get out of school. You yep. take them. Could be help out vets, whatever the sure, hell it is. Sure. That's what we should have awesome. instead of Columbus. Day. I like so it. that's my I like that's it. my big push, man. I like it. I'm saying he never stepped foot on the continental United States. I must have walked past ten statues of Christopher Columbus to get here today. Not yeah, even yeah. fucking kidding. Yeah, like yeah. you know, you'd think this guy fucking cured cancer. Right. And instead he like stopped at an island, enslaved and killed everyone. Stopped he never island. stepped on the con- he never continental stepped foot US? on the continental United States. It's called America because of Amerigo Vespucci, who I think right. was the first guy to actually get here. But he was the first guy to get here from Italy. Yes. Leif Erikson got Leif here before Vikings, him. Yes. Oh, the Vikings and got here before they him. They found like Viking tools. But it's called America because of Amerigo Vespucci. Amerigo Vespucci? Yes, exactly. I know who the fuck that guy exactly. is. Yeah, like for the Italians out there. Well, like, that's the thing. It's a tough thing. It's, it's a like, tough thing. All right, I'll give you a Vespucci day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll get a we'll fucking Vespucci we'll day. It even sounds better yeah, than this Columbus bullshit. Well, right. And it's like, uh, you know, the funny thing too, right, is that uh, um, he called the Native Americans Indians because he, he thought, thought he was, he was in the in West in- Indies. Yeah. yeah. He was hoping to like... Yeah. Do the opposite of what Marco Polo did right. on land. Because like, get you, to where all the spices you know, were. Like, you know where India is. Yeah. And you know the West Indies. Right, mm-hmm. and it, it never made sense that these na- people who are native to America would be called Indians. Like a person from India would be an Indian. Yeah. But how would you call that person? Well, because they were he, he, he was he mistaken. The entire and he was in the wrong place on the other side of like the continent that he was from. Yes, yes. So that's why we call Native Americans now. No, well, they were well, Native Americans. That's what they are. They're from America. They're the first. They're people the only. Who, Amer- yes, he called them Indians. He called yes. them Indians because he thought he, he thought was he was in India. India. You don't or fuck the up, Aaron. Yeah. There's basically there's very little good, you know. I mean, he got here, yeah. I guess. Hey, you know, here's the thing, right? It's like, you know, it's one of those things, like so many things throughout history, right? Like you look at all these explorers and the remarkable things they did and the incredible bravery that came along with it, but it also is it's handcuffed to a lot of fucking yeah, like, horrible human tragedy yeah. like fucking slavery and the uh 
killing of indigenous cultures. Like you can't you can't have one and not have the other. Right, it's mm-hmm. medieval. Right. There's a lot, you know, it's like yeah. Genghis Khan was yes. brave, I'm sure. Well, of course. Right, of course, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. But at a certain point right. it's like and all right, do we want to have like a public declaration right. that we're better than that right. now? Yeah. Right. And it's like colonization, it really all it is, right? Is is wealthy royals from mm-hmm. one country taking their, you know, group of brave and smart people and sending them out in the world and saying, hey, go and find new land Dude. and take it for us. Fuck they that shit. Take basically it, like it, desperate people who had it. no choice. That was right, like the coal sure, mines sure, sure. of the fuck. Right. Like, oh, no, I'm talking, I'm talking about these, the oh, captains. The, guy, the captain the guy, of the ship? The, yeah. guys who, the guys whose names you know sitting now. on like a golden right. toilet in right, the back exactly. while the slaves right. are rowing. right. <laughs> Those those explorers, all those guys, Magellan, all yeah. those guys, right? They were from Spain. Those guys were sent um, from the from the royal, the royals of their Ponce nation. Ponce de Leon, right? Ponce de Leon. Uh, um, there's many. Uh, Sir Francis Bacon. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm just trying to think of ones from different countries, right? But they were sent by the the royals in their in their nation. Um, you know, they were bankrolled by them yep. to go out into the unknown world. Right. Hopefully, not fucking fall off the flat Earth. Yeah. Right. Go off into the unknown world because they didn't know. They, go they, off into the unknown. Go off into the. Yeah. <laughs> Kyrie would say, "Go off into the. <laughs> go off into the unknown world. Find places that have resources, and claim them for us. Yeah. Make our fucking empire bigger." That's what that's what the job was. But the thing was, they'd go to these places, and they're often people already. They're like, "This is my shit, man." Yeah, yeah. You know, there are already people there. At yeah. that place, so then you you either have a war of cultures or you just come in you come in with guns and sophisticated weaponry where people don't have that stuff, and you slaughter people and then it's yours. Yeah, you know, and you claim it, you stick your fucking flag in it. That's what that's what you know the history of the last thousand years looks like. You know what I mean? There's a lot of that. You know, I think we can do better. Of course we can. To say that's awesome. Of course we can. Of course we can. You ever see that movie Apocalypto? Fucking one of my favorite. That was like, shows. I feel like that was before the settlers came. And well, well, here's, but here's the thing. You know how it ended, right? You remember the yeah, end yeah, of the movie? Yeah, But here's no the thing. Spoilers, but yes. Yeah, nah, the it's too late. I get <laughs> fucking chills, though. Here's the thing, because you watch that movie, and you're so wrapped up, right? Yep. In the war of the tribes there. Right. right. These two sides, right. they hate each other. Right. These two sides. Their little world, right out there. Their blood, little world. Slaughter. And they're, they're yeah. out for blood. They're out to slaughter each other. They're, you know, chasing and hunting this so fucking good. kid, it's right? So good. Such a great film. They're chasing and hunting this fucking, this one kid, right? From one side. Yeah. And that's the whole fucking, that's the whole movie, right? And you, and, and it gets to the end and you think, holy shit, he fucking made it, right? And you see all like the, 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 you know, of the violence that it, that it took to him for him to survive to that moment. Don't give it. I got. I got to phrase this because it's literally like at the top yeah. of my queue. It's one for of the great. Me and my wife. She's never seen. Okay, it, it's so. one of the great endings in the history. Yeah. From, what and what you realize in that moment is that he the fucking the sh, the the shitstorm that he that he just got through is nothing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because what's it's about like to you're happen? You're spending all this time fighting. Right. Someone who's like your mortal enemy. Yes. And then you realize, that wait, he's on we're on side. the same side, and yep. we have a bigger enemy. A much I always like said, like, yes. it's like aliens arriving in the Gaza Strip. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> like for yeah, a war, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden you'd see the, fucking point the guns the out. Israelis and the yeah, Palestinians would be on the same be like, team. Real we got quick. this. That's a good movie. Why didn't yeah. they do that? Yeah. Well, it should be. Yeah. That would be. I have always thought that. Right, that script. Mars attacks. But, but, 
but you look at it right and you think about like what the what the apocalypse what the end of the world or the end of their culture mm. seem to be and they, in you the whole movie you think it's about the like i said warring tribes and you know yeah. and all that and then you get to the end and you realize oh no no that's not that's not Bigger the problem at all. Yes, yeah. if you haven't seen Apocalypto, I suggest you watch yeah. it. Yeah. It's yeah. one of my favorite films, yeah. man. Yeah. It proves that you know Mel Gibson might be completely fucking nuts, yeah. but what a great filmmaker. Well, it's like we've always talked about, like you know, the, the, some the, fine of the line. biggest shitheads, right. Have made some fucking <laughs> yes. amazing yes. shit or done some. Yeah, of course. You know. Yeah. Yep. Polanski. Woody, Woody Allen. Allen. Cosby. Know. Cosby. Right. The list goes on. Arguably, uh, Joe Pa. Mel Gibson. Sorry. Oh, stop it. <laughs> this is Michael your Michael Jackson. Facts. Maybe. Yep, see? It's a fucking long list. It's a long list and getting longer by the day. That's why we got to celebrate. Die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Did you, Along those lines, did you see the uh, photo that Arnold posted? He posted a photo of you reading the magazine? No, no, no. <laughs> of Flex. We need of that. Of him looking at Flex. Yes. Of Greg reading the magazine. <laughs> That's what it's we need. It's getting meta. It's crazy. Yes. So when he was governor, I guess a hotel near the uh, the Arnold, where this chain's like, you never have to book or pay for a room. Right? Like, like the, just made like this gesture yeah, or whatever. Sure. The governor, fucking, you know, you're of an course. icon right. kind of deal. Right. Sure, they got publicity out of it, whatever. Right. But now that he's not governor, like he went to their hotel or whatever, and they're like, we can't help you. Wow. So he, in a sleeping bag, is sleeping outside the Arnold statue at the Arnold. Wow. And there was like a picture of his that went viral. And he's wow. like, they'll forget you eventually. Wow. Like that kind of fucking wow. thing. You know? Like, Why isn't he president again? This is Holy fuck. We gotta have strict rules. Yeah. Only the best of the best can oh, be president. Oh, man. Why can't he be president again? Only the sharpest minds fuck. are allowed in the White House. Fuck. Because he doesn't have a wide enough vocabulary that the uh, current president does. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you just have to grasp the facts. <laughs> facts only. <laughs> oh, shit. You said Anyways, it, man. You said it. Um, well, Wait, that hold brings on. up, speaking of icons. Yes. In the sport. Oh, man, right? Some Fucking... bad news while we've been gone. A couple have passed. Yeah, yeah. Different ways. Yeah, well, you know, uh, Dallas McCarver, um, I only met a couple times, but was a super fucking nice guy. Yep. And an incredible... Give a brief yeah. two-sentence bio if you can. I, I, just uh, an incredibly young, uh, accomplished bodybuilder um, who, you know, kind of burst on the scene. He passed away at only 26 years old and was already well well established in the sport like one of the better competitors in the sport and to be that um that young is remarkable especially nowadays um yeah passed away in what seems to be a completely fluke fucking accident choking choking which which turns out to be the same way that prodigy passed it's just i don't know it's 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 alarming and it's you know what it is man i was saying like one of the things that it puts in perspective right um like I said, in my in my few brief instances of meeting him, I, I thought he was just a super nice, humble, kind, mm-hmm. polite, like funny, yep. doesn't take himself seriously, no ego kind of guy, which are the you know best kind of guys to be, um, especially for what he accomplished so young. Um, but you know, the one thing that that stood out to me when I thought about uh, if if it turns out that he just choked to death, you know, eating in his apartment and was by himself when it happened, and then a similar thing happening to Prodigy, right? Like you think about like how. 
<clears throat> as much as it sucks, right? Like when somebody passes either based on behavioral things or health yeah. things. Like if somebody it's like, oh yeah, you know, I drive my Ferrari 180 miles per hour to work every day. And right. it's like, well, that's the, that comes that, with the turf then. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's a, you know, uh, uh, it's horrible if somebody passes under those circumstances, but at least it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then the same thing, like, are, you know, you contract some horrible illness and it, and it, you die young because of it. That's fucking horrible, but at least it makes sense. Like the thought of just a ra- sort of random terrestrial like nature of falling on you. Right. Like- the, the terrestrial, like a uh, common daily thing that we do all the time. Eating. Right. And then like, you know, that just like that, you could be gone. And yeah. it's like, man, it's like, that's fucking crazy. Like that. It's just, it, just very sad and sobering. I, I had know. to explain it to my brother too. He's like, He's like, if it is true that he did pass eating whatever chicken, like choking on chicken, he's like, how does that happen? And I was like, I don't think what you realize is that these guys are scarfing down seven meals a day, sure, bland, trying to get it down, and that that couldn't happen. But even as you, even as crazy as it is, haven't it's like, you ever had anything go down the wrong pipe? Yeah, you just you know, and you're like, I have, like where I'm yeah. like, you know, we're not yeah, like, no, not where sure. I'm struggling to breathe, but where you feel like fuck. I've had like one or two things, yeah. not like where I'm. You know what I mean? Like you're lightheaded at least. Yeah, like yeah, God yeah. forbid, yeah, yeah. a millimeter in the wrong direction. And you just can't. And, st- and you can't stop coughing. God forbid, and it takes you're a while, right? Yeah. You know, like uh, that's definitely happened to me in the past. So it's like you know, I yeah. I, it's just, I would think like girthiness too would make maybe, it maybe a tough situation. Maybe maybe tougher to breathe. Right, and tougher sure. to like do CPR right, even right, and sure, stuff sure, like sure. that. Like yeah, yeah. You know how do you like compress a fucking yeah a chest? Right, right. Yeah. Because, I mean, God could forbid, be. No. I, hate, I hate to even say it, but I think, like, his wife was with him or, right. like, came to right, him right, or something like right, that, right. was trying to right, right. help him and, like, yeah, yeah. No. can't even, like, move him, Right, what do, you do, what do you do in those instances, you know? It's, it's brutal. Like, right. So, and very then, sad. Uh, yeah, and then same week, right? Yeah, yeah, who passed away in the same week was Rich Piana, um, who's, like, you know, this incredibly controversial figure. and um, More along the lines of the driving 180 miles an yes. hour to work yes. mm-hmm. kind of scenario. Yes. Yep. Unfortunately, but yep. the motto, motto, uh, you know, was a motto that we were fond of, uh, especially when establishing Go Hard, right? The concept of whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I feel like the Rich Piana, um, you know, example in that regard uh, was about taking it a few steps further. And really, you know, I think he was a guy who just kind of pushed the envelope. Yeah. See that I, I asked you a question. Yeah, yeah. I, I, when you told me it happened, I yeah. texted you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. would he do it again? Right. You know, because. As much as the do whatever it takes and the YOLO fucking like mm-hmm. mentality that's like out there is like ready to die. Like I get so yep. many touchstones yep. that have influenced my life or like, sure. you know, especially when like you're, you know, 17 and full of piss and vinegar and invincible and everything. And you don't quite understand what that means. Right. And it's know? like, to me... And this is just me. Like I, I'm not saying you shouldn't take risks or anything. Like, and of course, yeah. you know that's totally not what I'm saying. Like, yep. You have to take calculated risks. Yep. And if you're not going to be there for the long haul, then you're not going. To, then you're not really going to be. I don't want to say successful. Right. But you might need to reevaluate like what success means. Sure. If it comes at that steep of a price. Of course. You know. You can't sacrifice everything just because you don't give a shit. You know, right. like the the reality is, like you're probably gonna live a long time. Right. Like 
I, I look at the stats. Like, even if you're like the like, you know, uh, a poor black male, right? right? Like, so in terms of poverty of and education, like you. a lot of things right. in this country, a lot like, of factors working. Still, into. like the average life in America is like seventy four, right? You know what I mean? So, like, the odds are, like, you should be ready to live. Right. And you're going to have to carry this body and sure. your character and all these sure. things with you through your whole life. So, sure. again, I'm, this isn't, like, me critiquing No, 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 no. Because it's heartbreaking. Yeah, sure. It, it's totally heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. It's sad to me that it might have taken him. He might have had to do those things to get to where Right, of got. course, of course. They might not have been, like, optional things. Right. You know? Like I said to you before, like, how do you... There's not too many of him. Right, right, right. He was the, like, Rich Piana of Rich Pianas in yeah, many yeah. ways. Like, yeah, I yeah. don't even know how many guys are, like, the next tier down okay. in terms of the extreme lifestyle. Well, coming full circle, right? Like, um, when I was talking about Muscle Mayhem before. Yeah. Rich Piana was on Muscle Mayhem back in the day. Yeah. And, you know, we were all on there. And it's like, you know, on a message board like that, you're kind of all equals. And this was before he became this sensation. Right. Um, and before, like, a lot of the things became really extreme. Before his arms became really extreme. Before the tattoos became really extreme. And before he had any sort of brand at mm-hmm. all. Of course. And uh, I just used to think, man, it dude's a freak. Yeah. And he just seemed like a nice guy. And he was jacked. And, um, you know, really jacked. But not nece- not in the like extreme way that he he was you know at his biggest um but he was just jacked and seemed like a nice guy and then uh you see um you know uh, he was sponsored by mutant which is a canadian company Mm -hmm. and i think like his um he kind of started to get his life philosophy and all that sort of stuff out there uh through them and then that led to the opportunity i think for him to start his own brand and you look at what he did and it's fucking remarkable. It's remarkable. And I, I, I remember having the conversations with you and I, you know, way early in this game when we were, you know, trying to chart the course for, you know, uh, where we ultimately wanted to get to and, and, you know, trying to maybe do our own brand and those sort of things. And I remember watching those those early Piano videos when he really started to, you know, get a following on YouTube. And, you know, some of it was like, you know, it, uh, it was very raw often. Mm-hmm. It was very underproduced a lot of the time. A lot of it was oh, yeah. mundane and um, monotonous, but there was something about it, right? Yeah. There was something about it. Yeah. And it caught the imagination of the entire subculture. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, uh, I I like the, you know, like I, I disagree with them with a, a, a bunch of things philosophically. But at the same time, like, um, I really admired how he sort of did it his own way. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. To me, it's like, I think you can, I think there can be a balance where you can hold on to that uh, valuable, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Principle. Right. Right? You can do things your own way, but they don't have to undermine your own long-term well-being. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah, Absolutely. And because it, it's a sin, man. He's got a family and he's gone. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's not just about like this caricature that was online. Of course, like, of course. You know, it might have been like a caricature that like fed into itself right. and oh, got led to this so. thing. Very much You know, so. like a two, to Tupac, me. Tupac, right? Self-fulfilling prophecy. I was prophecies. watching a Biggie documentary right, and right. it's like. I only saw the first third of that, by the way. I'm sure we'll probably talk about that later. But yes, ahead. we'll get to that. But uh, one of the it'll be mostly Biggie when yeah, we get to it. But the thing about Tupac and Biggie was saying about Tupac was that like at a certain point Tupac was trapped in a character that he couldn't he couldn't break from. Yeah, sure. He couldn't stop playing it, yeah, and yeah. that's back then in real time. That's how it yeah, felt like. Yeah. Like that he was literally thought he was the. Yeah. You know, 
Corleone. Right. Yeah, yeah. Blood version of right, that. Right, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Same with Suge Knight. Yeah, yeah. And that, uh, it meant the same fate. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Similar. It's kind of like a self fulfilling prophecy. That's it, man. Very much so. In many so. ways. Very much so. And it's like, you know, in many ways it was glorifying, you know, living on the edge and living in the moment and, you know, being a freak and, you know, uh, glorifying the extremes. And then you see, you know, uh, I don't know. It just, it seemed like it's often sobering when you see these guys who seem to be a little bit larger than life mm-hmm. um, pass away. Because it's like, yeah, oh, they're yeah. Like they're mortal. Right. Yeah. And, you know, the funny thing, too, right, it's like that, that a guy like him, right, it's like, uh, I can't believe. Like, if you had told me five years ago that you, that we'd be discussing Rich Biana's legacy like this, mm-hmm. I would never have believed it. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know, but it's like remarkable what he did in the time he did it. Right. You know, the thing that he the thing that he built, the following that he built in the time that he did it, I was like, Wow. And he's a controversial figure, you know, and it's like and I always said all throughout this thing, like I always kinda liked him, but I always saw people fucking there's either people who would lay their lives down for the guy yeah. or yeah. people who hated his guts. Yep. And there was very very few in between. I I always liked them. Well people love to like strip the humanity of out course. of especially like social media of social course. media sure, figures. Sure, sure. It becomes like a yeah, two dimensional yeah, yeah. like I was saying, caricature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very much so. That they're throwing their own shit into. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. And then none of it has to do with the humanity yeah, 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 or yeah. any of it. You know, yeah. like, that's the problem. Yep, yep. One of the downsides of social media, I think, like, it yeah, strips yeah. humanity oh, very out much of so. people. Very we forget, so. you know. Yeah, yeah. That it's people interacting with people, and it's just like, right, you think that there's no consequences and that you're not talking about a person on the other end of that. Yeah, yeah. it's like one of the th- refreshing things about, like, Antoine is, yeah, like, yeah. you know, that he's open and can, like, yeah, discuss... Yeah, yeah. About his temptations and yeah, like yeah. you know the pitfalls of life and yeah. all that. It's like everyone doesn't matter. I don't care how many millions of followers you have yeah, online. Sure. Like everyone has the same problems yeah. and has stress yeah. and has yeah. concerns and illness and yeah. all kinds yeah. of shit. Or people are people in their lives going through the same thing. Somebody's talking about. Yeah, it's, like, it's like so easy to like shit on yeah. someone yeah. and hate them with yeah, yeah. you know. You see these people who are like just. Hate, hate that's what i don't get how people like that hate rots so much your soul man you i know? uh dude it's it rots your soul it destroys you more than it destroys for, the person for all that you, you know like the they're more than a good it, guy oh, oh and you for hate sure them. for sure yeah. for sure and uh you know it makes me think of two things one uh it uh it destroys there's definitely a philosophical statement about that i don't know if it's gandhi i don't know who it is but it's about harboring that sort of hatred for someone. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure like Buddhists would be killing, like, yes, you it's need killing to you, It's killing the, you more than it's killing the person that you oh, yeah. want, yeah. you know, that you hate so much, yeah. that hate is killing that you. Because you're just yeah. like reflecting all your... Yeah. All your... Unhappiness. You know, unhappiness and, yeah. and shit going on in your life. Yep. It just propels it like infinitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insecurities yeah. too. Yeah. And uh, so like, uh, you know, I, I certainly see that, that side of it. And... Uh, you know, the, the other thing, too, right, is that, uh, you know, you just never want to be that guy, too. I, I That's the thing that I, I was always lost on me, like, the idea, like, that you don't want to be the guy who's, like, just putting negative energy out into the universe and to be kind of known as this sort of, like, mm-hmm. jaded, cynical, spiteful right. asshole. Like, yeah. oh, man. And it's like, and how does anything good come to somebody like that, too? You know what I mean? It's I true. But the thing, really, something really interesting, and this is, I'm going to say this with an asterisk because I don't like this word in general. Okay. But I saw somebody post this picture, and it was them with Rich Piana. And the, and the only caption was, 
losers don't have haters, right? And I hate the phrase loser, right? But it was talking about all of this controversy and all of this negative energy that a lot of people focused on Rich Piana. And the reason they did was because he had accomplished so fucking much. And it probably ate people a fuck alive who, who, you know, hate to see success and all that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. right? So it's like, you know, one of the things I think to fall back on is just the the thought that, like, you know, this guy did it his way and the people that it really stirred up and the people who really, you know, couldn't stand the fucking guy probably more because they were dealing with their own issues and it's all their own perception of themselves you know what i mean and if he wasn't doing those things and if he wasn't out there making waves and if he wasn't out there you know accomplishing all that he accomplished then nobody would give a fuck the yeah. reason people hated him is because he, he was the spotlight making on. a mark i had more likes yeah yeah yep. and more retweet, you, you know, know it's fucking silly crazy but, things it's like yep yep i don't know man i you know like uh, i was worried about something happening right Probably like a year before, I think I said to you, yeah, yeah, we were talking. For I was sure. just like, is this sustainable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where, you know. Yeah, you definitely said that to me, for like sure. Like, doing like the crazy, like, 60 day things. Right. Where it's like, I'm adding. Right. 70 pounds of muscles. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was like, I don't even it remember was. what it was, it was but it was like. like, like going to be 50 pounds of muscle in 90 days or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and he's already big, and yeah. I'm like. <laughs> it's not like, it's yeah. not like me being like, right. you know, dude, yeah, I'm never just like. Yeah, yeah. Let's Pass the needles, yeah. and I'm fucking, I'm living in the gym, and I'm yeah. eating 20 yeah. meals a day, yeah. and I'm getting like, yeah. okay, that's sure. unbelievable. Sure, sure. When you're like two, what, yeah. you know, like, yeah. 270 already, 270, yeah. I'm, I'm hitting 350, <laughs> or bust, do it with me, yeah. and I'm like watching this in real time, and I'm like, oh my god, man, this guy's flying too close to the sun. I was worried. You know, you I, know what I mean? It's like I'm gonna bring it back to Antoine, yeah. right? And I remember being in Europe with Antoine, and it was when we were first kind of getting go hard off the ground. And uh, we had the bracelets that said live fast, die huge. And yeah. it was like the the motto of the brand, right? And the funny thing about it, right, was that, um, you know, when, when <clears throat> the first came up, right, was that it was going to be the tagline for the film, mm-hmm. right? And... Uh, and I remember Antoine and I having that conversation. And the funny thing about that phrase is that it, it hits some of those Rich Piana buttons, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. For guys who just love that shit. Right. Right? That fuck it, man. Like, right. fuck it, get huge. I don't care about nothing. I can't be hurt. Right, exactly, right? Yeah. And and I, and I, and uh, so, like, me and Antoine were discussing that, and he saw that immediate part of it. And I said, yeah, but, man, it's a cautionary tale. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not just saying it like, like, sure, it's like a badass phrase that looks cool on a t-shirt, yeah. but it's, but the fucking whole idea behind it was that it's, it's a cautionary tale. It's yeah. not, it's not, it's not, a, it's not co-signing that. It's not glorifying that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's saying like, that, that thing you want yeah. comes at a price. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it's just, uh. You see that you see the 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 impacts of of uh, living fast and 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 how you ultimately it ultimately may bring Same about your demise. You, you know? know what though? Like you can die huge, right? When you're ninety, of course, of course, <laughs> you know? of course. Like, I think like but the living goals, the like, living fast part is the like is honestly the part. like my grandfather lived right. to be like ninety and was sure. like present for ninety nine percent of his life. Yep. And I was a bricklayer and yeah. a veteran and a boxer. And, yeah. like, I wouldn't trade his life for, like, anyone. Right, of course. Yeah. You know, like, and he had a legacy yep. in my family yes, and all kinds of, of things. And I think, like, 
it's not as sexy to like sell that. Right. Of course. But that to me is more like you know make it right. It's making an impact uh, on a, a a grander scale because you were able to also. Uh, live a full life. Like you can still bust your fucking ass yes. and give it everything you got, yeah. and like still have, yeah, still yeah. be there to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. You know, that's it, like the sweet spot of life to me. Well, know? it's like it's it's crazy, right? Because it's like you know, you often think like, you know, like I, I often see myself like I, I think about like the important people in my life. I think about my dad. I think about my yeah. aunt Anne Marie. Right, and I I realize that I'm like their living legacy, and like uh, one of the ways to keep them alive and their memory alive is for me to live a certain way, and for yep. me to tell their stories, and for me to, you know, um, pass on you know their wisdom and all that stuff, right? Yep. And uh, you know, I, I I think of that, and I think of like you know the idea of of what it is to to leave a legacy, you know. But then I also think about like, um, do you remember the Martin Luther King speech? on the night before he was assassinated where he's talking about how longevity has its place. Yeah. But he's basically saying like, he basically is giving a speech, like his most fiery speech, like a speech that'll make like, you he was getting pretty on, fiery towards the hair the on, Right. Yeah. The hair on the back of your neck stand up kind of speech. Right. And he's basically, he, this is the night before he's assassinated and he's yeah. basically like daring somebody to come get him. And he's basically saying like, longevity has its place, but it's probably not for me. He, they say you know? he gave that speech knowing he became. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's like, we're gonna get to the promised land, but I might not make it there with you. That's yeah. what he's saying in this speech, you know. Yeah. And it's like, so you think about that too. You think about like what it is to make this sort of, um, you know, uh, indelible impression on the planet. Um, but that how often you know it comes at the price of you know you're not you don't get to like you know die on the rocker when you're 95 and it's like it's a crazy thing right because like if you and i had that conversation at 18 and i was seeing it through the eyes of Of john brown and all this crazy shit right and abraham lincoln strap up and go right you know abraham lincoln or whoever (laughs) the world these people right you know martin luther king and malcolm x X and all these these figures who you know are basically martyrs to civilization martyrs to to the you know the the advancement of civilization and how that sounds so amazing but then you look at it like in the you know framed against what it is to like you know have a family and yeah, or like, it could be Frederick Douglass and Barack things. Obama of course. like a lot of people would right, be of course. like whoa 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 yeah, whoa, yeah guys. of course right of course you know right of course it's just gonna inflame things maybe there's of course. a of course but yeah but right but I'm just saying like what it is to to, to like leave have that legacy and yeah. make this smashing impact on the world but then you're gone yeah and like what's left in the wake of you not being there and it's like are you willing to trade that are you tra- are willing to trade that immortality for like you know the time you could be spending with your loved ones and it's like that's that's that tremendous trade-off and like you're saying you know there are, balance, and, there, and there's also people who were able to do both like yeah would, no i mean wouldn't like it be nice to do both that's the height of ambition to <laughs> right. me is to be able to right change the world and in whatever way that means right whatever that yes. means you know yeah no i mean yeah, like yeah. it could be right in the small, you know, right, Steve Jobs, fucking, you know what right, I mean? Right, like, sure. it doesn't have to be a right, moral right. revolution. Right, right, right. It could sure, be sure. cure for ca- right, uh, disease. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know? of course. Um, but to also get to experience life yes. and have an impact on the people immediately around you yep, and, like, yep. all those sorts of things that come with time. Yep. And the, the 
the what's the word I'm looking for the reciprocal relationship of being able to like put something in over a period of years right, and right, years right, and right. like you can all there's a certain value to 50 years of of, of, course. of doing something of course you know yep. that you can't get from like a revolution right. overnight right like for sure uh it's a tough balance man and just to see you know casualties of these different paths yeah yeah it's very sobering yeah you know absolutely makes me want to like <laughs> you know it's like when i see one i'm like you know like when i see somebody like playing safe i'm like fuck that man i'm sick of, of shit. Course. it makes me yeah. but then i see like a piano or something i'm like man i need to eat right <laughs> yeah mean? of like, course no it's those constant yin and yang struggle and that's you know? that's that's what it is that's human nature you know that's yeah. That's, and that's the way it's supposed to be to a certain extent, you know, I, I feel like, and maybe that's where you, you, you know, you're able to do both where you're, um, inspired by the people who, you know, who burn the hottest for a short period of time, but yep. then you're also inspired by the people who are the slow burn who are able to maintain the flame forever. You know, it's like, or, there's something to be said for both of those. All right. So. We'll come back on a less um, profound. Yes, yes. We'll, we'll move up a level from the. I'm the speechless deepness. over here. <laughs> I'm just listening. <laughs> you guys go back and forth. You just get your backup quarterback in order. You gotta have it. People fulfilling their destiny and their prophecies. No, dude, I mean, it's, it's, like, fucking, oh, you know, it's crazy. These are the reasons I wake up at 3 a.m. having an existential crisis. Yep. Like, existential fuck. crises. Jesus. That's my life. I kept it only 99% real yesterday. <laughs> Cue the ad. Peace. We'll be right back. What up, everybody? This is Sko here with some G-Code news this week. First off, the Olympia. We will be at the Olympia Expo. When are we going to be there? Let me tell you right now. This Friday and Saturday, September 15th and 16th, Las Vegas Convention Center, booth number 1059, that's 1059, and who's going to be there? We got an all-star squad. First off, new G-Code signee and representer, Antoine Vaillant, IFBB Pro, Vinny Galanti, IFBB Pro, and he's a brand ambassador. We've had events at his gym already, he's always repping, so he will be there. And of course, Squadcast veteran Chris Delafave, the pro powerlifter, crushing it. He will be there. We will have Dirt Malone, arm wrestling New Jacks, near the high stakes craps table, probably while sipping a Mai Tai with a little umbrella in it. We'll also have the big Asian in attendance. He'll be judging your physique. And spoiler alert, he is not impressed. But more importantly, come by the booth, 1059, get some funnels, get some fitted, get some hoodies, get a shaker cup with the stash box in the bottom to put your pills in there so the cops can't find it as you're walking around Vegas getting shippy. Uh, we also have books, samples, and giveaways like lift box. We'll be giving away a lift box every two hours. So make sure you get a raffle ticket and do your little raffling. And uh, beyond that, we got the Vice Shaker Cup Bundle. It was $55. It's 50 bones. You get the Shaker Cup with the stash box. You get the fill-and-go funnel because you're so busy. You get the wristband. You get the sticker. And, of course, a little cherry swallow, a little edge and lime, 
and a little grinding grape. All three flavors of vice. I just had a little, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm heading to the gym. So peace. Back to the squad cast. And we're back. Oh, there it is. Full start. Hey. I was out of the starting block. <laughs> so, yeah, so I was just talking to the fellas. I was doing a freelance film gig past couple weeks. I got to work with uh, Italian royalty. Legend. Tony Bennett. I got to fucking... Antonio Benedetto. How's his hair? The best thing is he's got these cans of... Uh, in his office, he's got these cans of Rigatoni Bennett. Canned Rigatoni. Wow. And it's Rigatoni Bennett <laughs> from wow. like the 70s. But wow. crazy thing, it just... Speaking of fuel, I got some fuel to the fire. I got a list of some things. Longevi- so, longevity, too, forget right? Forget the fact of longevity and that he's 91 and still in the studio banging out tunes. God bless him. But, uh, dude, like in the 70s, he couldn't get a record deal. Wow. People think that, like, you know, it's an icon. You know, sure. he's like Sinatra-esque. Sure. Oh, he, this guy's just been, you know right. what I mean? Like, at the top of the food chain his whole entire life. Right. He was like a war vet. Started singing after the war, got into it, had like some hit songs like pretty early in his career. But by the time, like, you know, 20 years later in the 70s, it was kind of like. Wasn't a place for a guy yeah, like that like, so much, uh, right? Tony, right. it just, he, he, it, his career was not like hitting its stride right. in every way, right? right? And we were like, oh, yeah, like you had a good run. Sure. Kind of, you know. And then his son became his manager. It's like, all right, we're going to rethink some things. And uh, boom, like yeah. a whole. Two new, a whole new generation, and then MTV. He, yeah, he started doing stuff on yeah, like MTV. Yeah. He's on like The Simpsons, yeah, like yeah. all this crazy right, stuff right. for like a new generation. Yeah. So he was like, went from a war vet to having like number one hits and like headlining in Vegas and yep. like crazy shit. Yep. To like, oh thanks, thanks for your contribution, Tony. But like, right. we can't let you, you in know, the hotel anymore. Put your, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Go sleep outside <laughs> yep. the hotel, yep. like Arnold. And uh, he's like, I don't know about right. that. Yeah, man. And fucking then came and like had an even bigger run. Oh, for sure. Like made all his money. All that shit yeah, came yeah. from like 70 to 95, yeah, you know. For sure. And now obviously like he still puts out shit that sells oh, around yeah. the world, you know. Huge, I mean, a, a huge icon who, you know, in a lot of ways I feel has his uh, star has only been on the rise. Like through his Absolutely. 70s and 80s. No, yeah, it's dude. like crazy. But he's it's doing like, like yeah. Kennedy honors. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. now it's yeah. like he's he's royalty. Yep. And like uh, du- duet albums with like all the biggest stars in the world, right? Yep. Like he's done oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, yep, uh, yep. You know, the, uh, I want to say like uh, Lady Gaga and all those, you know, cra- yep. like crazy singers from, you know, all different backgrounds, all, you know, performing with him and stuff. And like you said, opening open up to a whole new generation. And he's uh, he's done a lot of like charity stuff over the years too. So cool guy. But that that just blew me away just to even like learn a little bit about his life and see like, you know, it's not just this steady yeah, yeah, yeah. escalation. Like yeah. you know, you could you never know what your peak is. Yeah, for sure. And you never know what can be taken away from you yeah. overnight. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, couple other things the biggie special we touched upon man yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. i, I you know, saw the first i saw like the first 45 minutes of it so far yeah it's, it's amazing yeah it's footage there was like a couple called? things yeah there was like things like you know i don't know if you saw him like rhyming like big daddy kane he's like there's like a clip of him like in high school like yeah, walking yeah, yeah. up the stairwell yeah, yeah, rhyming like big yeah, daddy yeah, kane yeah, yeah, and i'm like yeah. he's like 15 i'm like holy shit i've never yep. seen this fucking before yep, yep. you know what's the special called 
Oh, geez, I don't know. I just, it's like it's something biggie. like it's Biggie, and then I want to say like the subtitles like the story of Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. But yeah, it's, it's an A and E documentary. It's on Comcast, uh, you know, like Xfinity or whatever on demand for free. Okay. But they got yeah. like the rights to his music. They yeah. put like they'll do like 10, 15, they'll do like four bars and they'll put up the lyrics on the screen, like everything. And like, you know, my wife's younger. She didn't know shit about, I mean, she knows who he is, obviously, yeah. everyone. She knows like his, everyone knows like Juicy and right, Hypnotize sure. and like his 10 songs. And right. I'm like, giving her the background, like in between, I have to like yeah, pause for a yeah, second and be like, all right. Yeah, yeah. Then the mixtape came <laughs> yeah, out and everyone went fucking crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's like reliving our youth. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Man, it's just so raw and visceral, and so often like the subject matter, which is like Shakespearean. Yes. You know, especially with like him and Pac, and yeah, like yeah. the whole coast thing, and like for us as kids, like I don't think we totally grasped it. Mm -hmm. It was a lot like professional wrestling, yes, like in many very ways, much so. but it was like picking sides and everybody yeah, was like one or the other yeah, back yeah, then, right? Yeah. And in due time, over the years, I'm like, I've appreciated Pac, and oh, like very much so. Got over the juvenile shit of being like 16 when all that stuff was happening, but uh. Somebody like finally like treated it seriously, and they got Nas and Jay Z. I saw I saw I saw Nas in there. I, yeah, I he comes in later, but he's like in, and I, they're I like, can imagine. you know, they treat like the art form seriously and right. the subject matter seriously. So often it comes off like an after school oh, special. I was just about to say, man, I I find most uh, of the representations of hip hop that are done by you know. Um, mainstream entertainment companies to be abysmal yeah, it's and, bad. and in it's a bad. fucking embarrassment yeah. is what like they the Biggie are. movie was not oh god I yeah I first of all like yeah, I didn't see it if you're like to cast these two is like uh, good fucking that, that alone right <laughs> you know what I mean like yep. good fucking luck you know yep, there's just yeah, no sure. way the, the the genre itself doesn't lend itself you know what I yeah, mean yeah. like Casting Elvis, yeah, yeah. I could name fifty fucking right, right, sure, Elvis. Sure, I can't name one that could play right Tupac or Biggie. Right, um, but yeah, like over the years, the representation yeah. of the their relationship and their ascension yeah. and the twenty five and twenty four yeah, when they crazy. died, crazy. Just to think of the impact yeah. that they had and like oh yeah, that the, amount of time. Talk about legacy, fucking crazy. Talk about a legacy created that Biggie was twenty four, dude. The, what wild me the most was that he was, later. he was so young and he always spoke about his death. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're talking about self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Like the first album's ready That's to die. That's a lot of yeah. the subject. The second album's life after death. That's and they like, get into that a lot. Like yeah. when it, he said his first album was on the inside looking out and his second album was on the outside looking in. Right. And he was ready to die was like the mentality yeah, yeah. of where, of where, what he was, the mentality he had yeah. when he was selling drugs in yeah. his neighborhood he said, like, every day I knew I was going outside and I could be killed. Yeah. And that was just something I lived with. Not to get know? too inside baseball on it. Okay. But uh, did you see uh, Did you see the Bobito and Stretch documentary? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It felt like, from a uh, production standpoint, yeah. that... Style. Yeah, yeah, and I was wondering if it was done by the same people. I don't people, know Because it would make perfect sense. I know it's. Uh, I think his name's Mark Ford. Did like it, what they did with the lyrics. Like you saw, yeah, like, yeah, they yeah, would, yeah, yeah. like write out the Absolutely. lyrics on yep. the screen and stuff like that, and it yep. looked very much like the yeah, the no, Bobito and and, and uh, Stretch. I wonder if it's the same guy. I don't know, but it, it looked like it could have been, and it would make sense if it was, right? It would, yeah, because clearly, like his mom was a producer and Puffy right, was a producer, right, right. and they like get, got all the right music and had all the right people. It's almost Mr. C. I, it's always you know. so remarkable how. I, to me, at least, about like how, um, like, sort of 
genteel and proper his mom is, yeah. right? And how he's totally a mama's boy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sh- big time. Yeah, it's amazing that he was he was all the gangster that he claimed to be, and at the same time, totally a mama's boy. And just to see his his mom is like such like a a gentle, delicate woman with this like Jamaican accent and stuff, and it's just it, it's crazy, crazy. It's crazy. Man. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that was. Uh, I haven't I haven't seen the whole thing yet, though. I'm excited. I'm gonna yeah. I'm like try trying to, I'm not watch to it in, get into reveal. I'm too gonna much. watch it in chunks. I think I made it to the part where he, like, bad boy is f- first taking form, right? And and uh, like a, he first met Faith. That's like how far I. Yep. That's how far I've gotten. So yeah, I mean, awesome. they really, awesome. uh, they covered a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it takes a lot to do the, do him justice. But right, you know, right again, right? We were just talking about legacy and that sort of stuff, and about you know, living fast, dying huge. Mm-hmm. You know what it is to make this huge impact in a short period of time, and then or what it is to live to be ninety one like Tony Bennett. You know, or to hopefully much longer than that, and and to have this you know rebirth as an artist. But like, think about Biggie, the the fucking legacy. Uh, the lasting still legacy. Adding murals to Brooklyn, right? You know, and he's he's gone twenty years, and he died at twenty four. Like that's crazy. That's yeah. unbelievable. You know, that's awe inspiring. Yeah, hard to believe. It's hard a shame believe. that these like great heights cost lives. Yeah, of course. So often. Yep. You know, so often. Sports doesn't matter what it is. It's yep. like, yeah, yeah, flying close to the sun, man. Um, and then some other fuel of the fire okay. things. Twin Peaks wrapped up. Yeah, I haven't. I know. I know you're I not caught got, up. But I I'm far from it. It's uh, it ended. Okay. It's done. Okay. It was very like uh, sentimental for me. Like okay. at the end, where I was just like, "Wow, this is a thing." I'm not saying it couldn't keep going. Right. Who the hell knows? But it it was very much like a tour of you know, much like the Biggie thing was a tour of like. These creative touchstones of right. my childhood and sure. everything, like the yeah. Twin Peaks, oh, is like, sure. oh, all right, we're gonna take you down through this neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some crazy shits happened since you were last right, year, right. kind of deal. But uh, all in all, here's what I'll say about it. Right, summary of the thing. Yeah, it's entirely its own medium. It's not TV. It's not a film. Right. It's not a painting. It's some fucking crazy combination of all those fucking things right. that cannot be experienced like if you are like oh this is what i'm doing <laughs> like if you think it's cardio it's not cardio right. you think it's lifting weights like no this is a whole new fucking discipline right, 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 so right. if you're like going into it like well i'm gonna enjoy what i normally do right like it's just a different treadmill that i'm on today right, right. or it's a different bench no dude this is like fucking you're on the bench but you got to move your arms sideways now <laughs> not even you know like, well, okay it's but- like toe curls on the bench and stuff <laughs> It's totally different fucking discipline. Okay, totally different discipline from everything else on television or totally different discipline from even what Twin Peaks was. Totally from what Twin... I mean, Twin Peaks originally was what I'm saying to TV. Yes. This is even that to Twin Peaks. Wow. What? Wow. Does that mean, you know what I'm saying? Like Twin Peaks Yeah, because I saw the movie and I saw how fucked up it was. This was like... At a certain point, it's like, put your hands up in the air. Now, some people just be like, no, it's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a five-minute scene of someone sweeping, right? Right. Like, what do you do with, <laughs> what do you do with that, right? right, right sure. well, well, something's happening to you, though. Right, right. There's something that you're experiencing yeah, that you... Yeah. When do you take five minutes to watch someone sweep? Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> right, of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. this is a totally foreign experience to your brain. Right. While these things are happening that you're like, wait, I don't want to sign up for that. Right. There'll be people who are like, fuck this, and turn it off. Right. 
something happens, it exercises like muscles in your brain. It's like seeing a really weird piece of art in a museum. Right. And you, for the rest of your life, you're not going to know if you liked it. Right, right, right. You know sure, what I mean? Sure. But you're going to know that you walked into the corner. Very good explainer, though. Yeah, but you walked into the corner of your museum, and you walked away from that corner, and you're like, something just fucking happened. Right, right. And I don't know what it was. Right, right. And I I cherish it. Yeah. Right, awesome. That's, so that's Remember where Remember me. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, you know what? I'm getting, like... I'm sure I can, I can hear like my wife's voice in the back yeah, of my head right now. Like I'm so glad it's fucking over. Right, right, sure, sure. But you know what? I bet like in a month she'll say the same thing. Right. You know, it was just so different from yeah, the original yeah, Twin yeah, Peaks. Sure. You get none of what you watched it for. Right. In my opinion, and it just fucking hits muscle. Like it's like literally like a different workout right. for the brain muscles in your brain. Okay. So, so I, I definitely recommend. So it. when, that, it, when it was over, yeah. Did you feel any f- sort of resolution? Hopefully not. Uh, did you get to know or understand any I have my interpretation okay and I thought it was like uh, dark okay I have a dark interpretation of what Lynch was saying okay but that's like it's literally what did what was your impression of walking to that corner museum and experience the fucking thing Depending on the person, ten different people will walk away and be like, you "Did know. it? Did it build to a climax?" Yes and no. Okay. Yes, it's not formulaic like a film right, where right. it's like you know, the last thirty seconds is yeah, yeah, you know, the bomb gets detonates or doesn't, right, right, or anything like that. Like right, you right. don't know, you're not gonna know what's coming when it comes. Okay. I bet I guarantee you that it will fucking end, and like you'll text me like ten seconds later, like holy fuck. All right, cool. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, okay. yeah, that's incentive. I don't think he does resolutions. Like no, and, no, no, no. I know, mean, we, we had that conversation a long time ago, right? Like the traditional model that everybody's used to, like uh, for an American film. Wrap it up, nice. It's over. And you wrap it up. Yeah, no, he's, he's he, more he never like, does that. You. And I said, like, I like the fact, like, like, I like, I, I like the, I, you know, I, I reject that standard form. Yeah. Like, and I like when I'm watching, like, a, maybe a European film or just like a weird indie film. And, and like the girl is about to, you know, she comes to the train, uh, you know, to go meet her love, you know, the love of her life. And yeah. did she catch the train or miss it? And yeah. the movie's over and you don't know. Yeah. Like uh, sometimes that's fucking cool. Like I yeah. like that. Like I don't need it to be all tied up. So obviously I always like the fact that Lynch doesn't give a fuck about your expectations. So I read like he a often review shits on of your it. expectations. I read a review of what it was like the 18 right. hours. Like imagine a painting covered with 18 panels okay and they just take one piece off right so you're just looking at this piece right. and then the second piece and so it's like so you have to have yeah, all these yeah, things yeah. off right. and it changes with each thing and sure. like did you just enjoy that piece right maybe not you know what i mean but right. like this context and this experience emerges over time right people i'm sure there's people i feel like, like me listening the- to you explain what it's like is the same way I'm gonna feel if I actually watch it. Good. I hope. I hope. I hope you had that experience because yeah. there were times when I'm like, oh, this is not what I was hoping right. for. Then there are times where I'm like, that was an hour of a Dali painting. Mm-hmm. And then there are times where I'm like, this whole experience. Right now, I'm like, it was worth it. So you know what's interesting to me about that is that um, as strange as it is, like. Every time that I've wa- I watched, I don't know how many episodes I got through yeah. so far, maybe like six, five, right. six. And, you know, some of those left you like wondering or, you know, uh, stupefied or 
you know, not frustrated, but just a little bit like, you know, you're looking for things to move in a direction. You're looking to get your feet underneath there or whatever, yeah. narratively, some sense of like where they're headed or, you know, the characters that you do give a fuck, like how, how are they going to, um, you know, present themselves and, and, you know, what role will they play in the storyline? Right. And, uh, but I never walked out of it regretting watching it. Yeah. Like no, I, I it's almost like, it's almost like, an investment. Yes. I often see like watching stuff, even if I'm not like thrilled by it or like reading a short story or like Hemingway where it ends and you're like, what the fuck? Or like a, cha a chapter of a book or whatever it is. And it's like, even if it didn't satisfy me. Yes. I still think it's to like myself. trying a new food. Yeah. You know? I still think to myself, like, I'm glad I watched that. Yes. That made me better. Yeah. No, that's exactly. And, <laughs> you, you know, know, it's like some people were like, well, fuck, I don't want TV to be. I know. So I get to it. me, it's like kind of the opposite of anything I want. Yeah. Like, in my life, I've got to. Yeah. Just the way my brain works, there has to be, like, this logical thing I get out of it. Right. I can't just be yeah, yeah. frivolous or. Like, to me, if I want to escape, I still want to escape in a way that, like, my wheels in my brain are still turning, mm -hmm. you know? Some people are, like, just totally want to shut down and be numb. Like, I get it. Life's not fucking easy, especially if you're going through a lot of shit. Oh, like, yeah, of course. You know? Um, but I feel like there's, like, these vast creative worlds out there in TV and film and music and books that can be explored yeah. where your brain isn't shut off. Right. Yeah, and you're still not, like, harping on the challenges of your life. Right, right, right. But you might be learning about history or, you know, thinking about someone else's problems and maybe find your own solution without trying to, right. you know. And, like, I, you know, at some of the the end of some of those Twin Peaks episodes, the, the newer ones, you know, when you get done, you're a little bit baffled. You're, I'm still kind of like, oh, I'm glad I spent that hour watching that because I just watched an hour of Twin Peaks and what could be bad about yeah, that? Yeah, it's like, the thing <laughs> is, like, there's no formula to it, right, so right. you have no idea what's right, going to happen each right. episode they put on. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. absolutely no, and the only rule is that, like, anything can fucking happen. Right. So it's kind of like every episode is, like, the first episode of a new show. Right. Where your brain is, like, trying to learn the landscape right and figure out what's going on that's only that can only do good for the you, art you know? example is a good example because it'd be like there if you went to a gallery and mm -hmm. just looked at paintings for an hour like even if like they you know even if none of it spoke to you anyway like what could be bad about going and looking at paintings yeah. for an hour just for, like, for, your, mi for like, your mind or whatever yeah. or like uh, like if like let's say jazz or classical or or you know some musical form that you can appreciate and you understand why it's important but maybe you're not particularly into mm -hmm. but if you sat here and listened to it for an hour like what bad could that do that could technically only do good for me to ingest yes. that well any and art I kind form, of feel that way any art form i always put myself in the shoes or the eyes or the hands of the creator of course yeah. so whenever you go to like an art museum and you look at shit you're like this guy was fucked up the shit he's putting out here <laughs> right, like right. these fucking these colors are nuts or right. the mixed media and all that and the same thing with you know the Twin Peaks stuff where you're right. just like watching it. You're like, right. dude, what well, is I going on? I always look at it through the mind of a creator and try to figure out like what their process was, or what they could be trying to say. Yeah, I don't. You know, to me, it's like a very interactive experience. It's not passive, where something's just hitting me. I'm like trying to read behind mm -hmm. the intention yeah. and stuff. Yep. You know, you look into it a lot deeper. And it's like you said, it's enjoyable just to like try to figure it out and let your brain work and, you know, wrap your mind around all that stuff.
And I just sit here and I think, oh, you know, it's like I, I just spend an hour, you know, watching a masterwork because yeah. that's what Lynch is. Whether you get it or not is a different story. But just the fact that it's like, you know, how could that, what could be bad about that? And and like I said, the other thing too that I kind of dig, right, is the idea that like, I like that there's someone in the world doing that. Yeah. Like, I just like the fact that like, all right, so like there's this baffling, bizarre fucking show that just had 18 episodes <laughs> on like Showtime. Fuck, it couldn't be more you of know, a middle a, finger. Yeah, that's what I'm to saying. like, you know, playing it safe. Yeah, yeah. Or like, oh, what are the rules here? Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. like, I, I love that somebody was even able to get to the point yeah. where they can do that. That's what I'm saying. And not worry about like being canceled <laughs> after yeah, two yeah, weeks, yeah. like most shows. Yep. Uh, it's pretty dope. But yep. that said, I'll probably like smoke a blunt and watch Sharknado 3 sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been there, man. <laughs> sometimes it's called for, sometimes, uh, sometimes. Not yeah. really, but it, it, it could happen. You know, but, what I, uh, you know what I heard was a good show? Ozark. I watched it. Did you like it? It was good. It was good. Pat, it's what's his face, Jason Bateman. Yeah, and Laura Linney are the so it's like got a great. I look at him as like a sarcastic comic. He is, but like it, it actually, it, they like the way they use him in the show. It was like actually like good casting because he's like almost sarcastically blunt. Yeah, yeah. Like so, imagine like a crime, like a guy in the middle of a crazy crime thing, and he's like. So someone's going to come here and put a bullet in your wife's head in three minutes, and then I'm going to go take a shit? And it's like, like yeah. wait, like, who speaks as bluntly? So, yeah. like, his kind of, like, snarky tone worked. Yeah. worked. But uh, I saw that there's a show called The State coming on National Geographic. Did you see commercials? For I that? didn't, but there is a show coming, I believe, this Sunday. Nat Geo, but it's about, I think it's about recruiting for ISIS. Oh, and wow. it looks dope. Mm. Wow. It looks that really dope. Fucking yeah. crazy. And, like, I think it's, like, often the case of, like, uh, you know, young disenfranchised people. And I don't know if they're European kids or if they're American kids or whatever, yep. but it's like, what it is that they're actually getting themselves into and that perspective. And it looks so, fucking nuts. Dude. Yeah. Speaking of upcoming shows, yes, this is a, a lock. I'm giving you the lock. Are you here. talking about Mahershala, Mahershala Ali oh, no, on True Detective? True Detective that would be great. But be after amazing. the second season of that show, I'm like, I disagree. No more lock status. It could easily, I thought too, it was like a train wreck in many ways. Yeah. See, here's the thing though. The, Train wreck of True Detective, to me, is still better than. I don't oh, know. I'd much rather spend my time that, watching the train wreck of True Detective than that's it. I'm not I'd much it rather the watch watch the train a train wreck of True Detective than I would most other shows. Look to me like the first season of that show is like nothing could yep. be better. Yep. And the second season was just nowhere near sure, as good. Sure, sure. So right. all I'm saying is like it could be the second season again, right, right. and it's still better than How I Met Your yeah, Mother, yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Yeah, you know, a better contender, I think, for as good as the first season of True Detective is David Simon's new show. Right. Starts yes. Sunday yes. Yes. Is that on the HBO, one? The Deuce. The Deuce, and that's your boy is on the Deuce. The it's the it's the, the movie James where Franco, where Franco Maggie plays the J twins. Yes. Remember your buddy, TV show. your Riff? buddy, the wrestler, the kid who's a wrestler. Oh, Dan Hilt. Yeah, Danny Boy. Yeah, he's the in it. Irish-looking kid. He's in it. He's in there. Yeah, he's in. It. He's on that show, dude. And it's a, it's like seventies, eighties, yeah, yeah, Times yeah. Square incredible. sex industry. Looks incredible. Ensemble cast potential. Yep. The next yep. wire. Yep, it looks amazing. So, oh, all right, yeah. Coming yeah, on that's, HBO, that's so what like, he was talking that's about. Like a, that's must-see TV yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. Because obviously, The Wire. Now, I didn't like love Treme. I tried to yeah, yeah. watch it here no, and there, but like it's it's the Wire is obviously the. I I never made I never made it all the way through Treme, but I. I at its best I it enjoyed cool. it. At yeah. it and at its best 
at its best moments, I thought it was really good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's no way that's not going to be good. Yeah. The, yeah, the deuce. I'm pumped for that. But one of Dirt Malone's buddies growing up, or is it one of your brothers? Yeah, he's, uh, he lived with my brother at Rutgers when they, they both wrestled together at Rutgers. And he was, I guess he always had his head in acting, and then he got, like, you know, some small gigs, an American gangster, and he did some indie stuff. Yep. But if he's doing this, it's got to be good, right? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Well, good. I think he said he said that he thought that it, his character had potential to, to be recurring. So mm-hmm. uh, that alone is fucking amazing. That's good. Really cool. But yeah, when he was that's talking dope, to me, when man. he was talking, it just stuck with me when he was talking to me about it because I was like, "Oh, that's definitely legit." And then I saw the previews for it, and it immediately struck me. I'm like, "Oh, this is the show that uh, that Dirt's boy was yeah. talking about." Yeah. I love Shout when people create like these comprehensive universes. Mm-hmm. Very much like so. they're like some people like loved Avatar, right? Which like to me, you know, well to mm-hmm. us, I should say. Yeah. Well. Not very, yeah. not very good. I didn't understand at all. But so, like, you're supposedly like every frame, you know, you see it in 3D, like every pixel right. was like handcrafted. Like, right. I totally appreciate sure. like the craftsmanship of, of the course. guy on the computer who like created those yes. Sorts of things. Yes, absolutely. But I'm more into the world that can be explored yeah, yeah. as vividly in terms of conceptually. Yes. Yes, yes. Like he creates the wire and you feel like you're in every corner yep. of the city. Yep. And you know like you could guess like what they're eating on a block yeah, yeah, yeah. versus the docks yeah. versus this section. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like and you just get it's a whole language created and yeah. a whole yeah. just feels very organic. I'm excited to see cuz he's like a journalist who like does like this journalistic approach research oh, fucking sure. knows David everything oh, for sure yeah, yeah he yeah. knows absolutely they, like we talk about like the wire had like the glossary yeah, yeah, of yeah. slang yeah, on yeah, set so yeah. they had like a million you know what i mean like yeah. he literally had like a list of a thousand words yeah, they were yeah. in the script i'm sure he went back to the 70s and 80s and talked yeah. to people who were there and yeah. i love when that shit's brought yeah, to life absolutely. and just so sure. in depth yep uh so hopefully meticulous hopefully in craft- that, that craftsmanship works out well yep but uh yeah, man, I had, got it. so it's been a while since, so it's been such a long time, I ran out of ice. Oh, wow. I gotta tell I'm you. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. That's, oh. a, that's not a good feeling. So it was yesterday, and not a good feeling. it's like, nothing like it, like 5.30 a.m. realizing you're out of ice. Oh. <laughs> Fuck! Not yesterday, I'm like, what do I do? I don't even know what to do. Honey, do do? <laughs> get the cocaine out of the fucking drug. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, we're gonna go to the prison route and fucking take the instant coffee and die. Nice, nice, you know, nice, uh, nice, nice, nice. We were like, I'm always like, have the like, cafe what's, what's in the cupboard? I'm, I'm drinking vinegar. Yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> so today I went totally uncaffeinated. Oof. Was rough. Yeah. Was rough. Not, not, not gonna have a good time. So, but now I've re now I've re <laughs> I was slightly less or significantly less pumpy. Yes, yes, sure. I noticed the absence of the acute pump. Yes. Which was heartbreaking. Yes. I'm like, did I even lift? It's tough to go back once you're on the vice. No, I literally left back. the gym today. Like, did I lift? Yeah. <laughs> did any of Usually, this count? I feel like I'm about to explode. Yeah. Dude, I had the same problem where we ran out of vice, but when we go to these different events, we'll fill up a gallon, right? Yeah. yeah and we'll yeah. just throw oh, fucking nice. scoops so in you there. Had it in the fridge. So I had it in the fridge, right? Uh, and then I recently went away on vacation. Yeah. So then my little brother and my older brother were like. Uh, Dude, we need more advice. They're like yeah. fucking itching. Like, ah, oh, Nicole, my wife, she's fucking, where's the cherry soul? <laughs> so I was like, you go in my mini fridge where we keep the pickles. Because <laughs> I make pickles on, on the side. There's a gallon in there. Side There's a gallon in there. Incredible take pickles. It, take it and spread the word. Nice. Nice. 
nice. So they took the gallon. I was nice. like, hey, there's a way. Was it still potent? Oh, yeah. Oh, good, good, I good, said, good, make good. sure you shake it up a little bit. Good, 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 good. Yeah. That's, a nice, that's an interesting thing, right? Because, like, uh, I was never quite sure about that. But, like, there have been a few events where, you know, we'll make actual gallons of it pre-made and pour them out for people. Yep. And then there's some left over sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you bring it home and you throw it in the fridge. You might have like eight servings ready to rock. Did you in make there. vicicles? No. Oh. But you have like eight. <laughs> so you have like eight servings chilling in the fridge, and yeah. it's still just as potent if you pre mix it and stuff. And you know, you never know about that sort of yep. thing. But I, I've done it, and it worked. So nice. if, if there's anybody out there who just wants to make a gallon jug of ice and stash it in the fridge, yep. bicycles. Now I got to make bicycles, dude. Just have an ice trip. Did you just trip. come up with that right now? Yeah. yeah well, no. Well, he's like when he said throw it in the fridge, I just visualized uh, an ice cube tray. So nice. we're gonna have to put some. Vice, I'm gonna have to make a tray of bicycles so nice. I always have some on standby. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. boom. Yep. We should yep. make some for the Olympia. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> you just need yeah. a mini f- freezer there. Vice cubes. Oh. Come get your vice cubes. <laughs> nice, dude. Yeah. All right. So why don't coffee. you go buy some GD vice? Oof. Man, come on now. We need to always have vice on hand though. Always. We can't. We got to prevent this from happening. No, it's no, a fucking it's, horrible I'm feeling. I'm it's a horrible feeling. I'm stocking. It's a horrible feeling oh, to be viceless. Very, very, very sad, sad moment. Speaking of re-up, we're going to go. Chow. This going to be some chow. Oh, it's been a hiatus. You know, we got to ask. That's how we got to end it. Foodcast. Foodcast. Dirtiest thing you ate. Tell me. Now, you got like a two or three week stretch here. So uh, this could be a fucking Oreo uh, pizza. Went to man. Italian festival. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, saw that. baby. Saw that. La awesome. Festa Italiana. Very nice. Um, so that's the fifth year in a row that we went in Scranton where I grew up. It's my favorite place in the world Uh and just the best food all in one place. And it fucking rained all fucking weekend. It was absolutely miserable, except when we went to the festival, it stopped raining. Hey, man. Aww. Divine intervention, call it what you will. Right? It's a sign. It's a sign. Um, but, uh, yeah, so just uh, lots of incredible pizza. Um, some of the best. I saw uh, it, man. It was killing me. Calarusos from Dunmore. Uh, Arcaro and Janelle's from Old Forge, which is the one that was on in USA Today um, last year. Uh, which I had to send to my friends from New York and Connecticut because they're like, oh, we got the best pizza. I never heard of Scram, blah, blah, blah. And then there's an article in USA Today. I was like, motherfuckers, that's what I was telling you about. Um, But yeah, so pizza from Calarusso's in Dunmore, pizza from Arcaro's in in Old Forge, Green Ridge Pizza, which is my fucking favorite ever um, from from Scranton, and uh, cannolis and fried Oreos and ravioli and... And the kids go and and they play and then you just eat, right? Yeah. Well, we just well, we just brought Sienna. Yeah. Um, because you know you need an army if you're gonna bring the twins also. Yeah. Um, so we just brought Sienna. So that's her fifth year in a row going four four times, uh, in person and then once in her mama's belly. She went. There. <laughs> that counts, man. Dude, it does count. So she's been there five five straight. So it's pretty much got to happen every year. Oh, from, of course, it's definitely a tradition yeah. now. Definitely a, the tradition now. And it's funny because we should like, take a caravan out there and just I, fucking dude. Eat I'm a in. Whole I'm ready. Uh, it's like every, so. It's basically like the obviously the entire time I lived in Scranton, we went, and then we would try to get back when we were younger, when we were yeah. living in Brig. We would try to get back, but it was tough, you know. And we on and off, we'd hit it mm-hmm. over the course, of, you know, a couple decades. And then me and Tara together, you know, um, since two thousand one, um, we met in two thousand, right? And the whole time, I'm like, yo, you got to go to Scranton with me. We got to go to the Italian festival. We'll just right. eat, blah blah blah. And it took us like. 12 years being together to finally go yeah. uh, and now it's like you know I don't think she even believed Scranton actually existed I think she thought I was making it up um, but I finally got her there 
you know, five years ago, and now it's like unthinkable that we don't go. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Like you know, the whole year builds up to it. So yeah, nice. it was fucking awesome. Dude, Dur- Malone, Dur- Malone went last year. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't. Dur- know. Malone showed up. Dur- Malone was like doing white person stuff yep. in the mountains or something of <laughs> white, like white right, like in like uh, the Adirondacks or somewhere. Right, the, I was harvesting Adirondacks. He was doing something. Yeah, he was doing something like uh, spelunking or something in, in yeah. upstate New York, and uh, hits me up and he's like, yo. Blah blah blah. He's like, uh, I'm, I, go, I went right by Scranton on my way here. I'm like, motherfucker, come on. Yeah. So t- tell me, what was it like? Talk about it. So I met up with you yep. at uh, at Am Spot. Yep, yep, at Am Spot. I was blessed to be able to uh, go and yep. check go, it out. Go spend many nights oh, crashing yes. at Am's apartment yep. growing up. And um, so we decided to go down. It was you. It was P. Yep. And um, I was with Aaron at the time. And you just brought me to these spots, dude, and it was fucking amazing. Right. They had like the white American yeah, yeah, yeah. pies. Yeah, oh yeah. my god, it's yeah. so good. Double crust, wa- double crust white pizza. I was so. getting like coffees, espressos, Sicilians, all like the Zeppelis, all that stuff. Yep. I remember the one funny thing was Sienna was running around going nuts. She's just going buck wild, and then all of a sudden she's like, "Daddy, I don't feel good." And she fucking blew up through yeah. up all yeah. over. You're like, oh, come on. Yeah. Who are you? Is that her or you? That was both. <laughs> yeah. The puking contest? Yeah. She yeah, yacked on me. But it's like, you know, it's like all this food and then she's wilding out. And it's like, you know, bound, bound to happen. Worth um, it. Dude, the food was so Hashtag good. Hashtag worth it. Hashtag worth it, yeah. And Speaking she, of... Oh, I was gonna say. No, yeah, yeah. No, so yeah, so she had she had fun, but it was funny because like last year she discovered that they had like the bouncy castle and all yeah, that nice. there and all that shit to run around in. So this year, like she was preoccupied with that. She was taking people out, like I know, <laughs> steering the yeah, bouncy yeah. castle, throwing bows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she was like preoccupied going this year. She was preoccupied with that. So it was like the food terror was secondary this year. It was like while out as whereas yeah. for us, like the food was. The difference primary. between her age and her age. <laughs> yes, and age. yes, exactly. Have fun on the bouncy castle. I'm yeah. having my fourth sausage. But dude, there exactly. are so many good pizza spots within like that you're little town me. square. I know, I know. And you're just me. walking around and you I have know. to get, you're like, I, I get a slice here. Opposite. Banging rice pudding too. Ooh, there's like little, like little random things. Like there was this thing called the French fry hut and Tara's like obsessed with French fries. And she just got like these traditional cheese fries, but she said they were incredible. And then, but like they had like garlic truffle fries and all that shit. Yeah. And then there was another spot that just had puddings mm-hmm. and like there's this rice pudding that they have that I get every year. And it's like incredible. It was like a bunch of stuff like that where it's just like just so much good food in such a, sm- a, sh- a food cast. A small it's amazing space. how hungry I got in the last three minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was all... that was the dirtiest stuff I ate. Was just lasted many. The dirtiest many days. stuff I ate was also the worst thing I oh, ate. Oh no. And it, was, it was dank. And it was on my way here today. Dankest thing, dankest thing you ate. Dankest. Had that dank it, it was on my way here today. Oh, no. It's bad. Oh, no. Oh, no. So it's about second breakfast o'clock. Okay. I get a text from Kaylee, and she's like, I just got into work, and there's a piece of cake on my desk. I'm, like, starving. I get this text. Right. And I'm like, I got to eat something. Like, wow. uh, it's like, I have to eat something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to get the oatmeal from Dunkin'. Right, sure. I'm just going for the standby because there's nothing else to eat at the train station yep. I transfer at. Yep. And they're out of oatmeal, so they claimed. Wow. I have a feeling they were just too busy. Wow. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah. It's like 30 people online, so I'm like, all right, whatever. Yep. And I'm looking up at the Dunkin' menu, and I'm like, what the fuck am I getting? Am I going to lie to myself right. and get like the 
turkey sausage. Yeah, yeah, air quotes. Yeah, yeah. You know, flat. It's you like the, the, doesn't fill me up. Did you get the ba- ba- pizza bagel omelette? I got the. <laughs> I, I basically did. That's <laughs> old school. It's a place in Atlantic City. It's a huge poster. It's a, It was the pizza bagel omelette, which they advertised for. And we're like, who the fuck is like, oh <laughs> shit, the pizza bagel omelette? <laughs> shit sounds high, guy. You know, uh, it was grimy yep. looking. And so I got like, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to roll the dice here. Yep. Big mistake. Okay. <laughs> and get the Angus steak, Uh-oh. Duncan bagel right, right, breakfast right, right. sandwich. Not good? Dude. Mm. Like they, it might as well have been a fucking, uh, like uh, some kind of fabricated pigeon meat slash oh, nap- no. napkin. It's like a slice <laughs> of cardboard that just fell apart in your hands like sand. <laughs> It's really like someone died. Like, you ever oh, see, like, no. when, like, sand, it it's pig- like... Pigeon meat on a, on a napkin. See, like, there's, like, a ledge of sand on the beach that, like, becomes, like, a stiff plane, like a cliff. Sure, sure, sure. Like, you know, you can yeah, dent yeah. it. But, yeah, like, yeah, it just yeah. has the appearance of firmness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine if that was just, like, painted... What's Bagel a, color? What a colorblind person thinks Angus beef looks okay. like. Okay, okay. <laughs> it was fucking bad, dude. Oh, no. It was bad. It was bad. I had two... I need to redeem myself. I had two right Wawa now. breakfast sandwiches the other day. That's like and two is like one too many. Artisanal. One is perfect. To... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But two is... Yo, I'm a, I you had a slizzy? A slizzy? I, I nostalgically yeah. like Wawa, and yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. You can't so eat two. One is perfect. Two is... One too many. Well, one is way too many yeah, yeah, yeah. on Duncan. Yeah, on the Wawa exactly. scale. Yeah, yeah. The correct thing would be like a quarter of one. Pork roll, egg, and cheese on a bagel. Banging. First one I ate so fucking fast, but I'm like, oh fuck it. What's one Forgot more? Forgot I ate. And then the second one, I was like, oh, I shouldn't have. Not that you should. You know, it's just like it's a little too much of a good thing. Like where one's perfect. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's funny too, right? Because like if you got that from like like there's a deli where I get bagel sandwiches and they make. Incredible. I think I, I got one for you one time, didn't I? With the fucking pork roll and the bacon on it mm. and the eggs and cheese on the everything bagel. Did I, get that I don't know. All right. Probably. Well, fucking good, though. I got it, and it was so incredible, right? Um, and Pork like, roll and bacon. Yeah. Mm. And like I could fucking crush one of those, no problem. And it's probably the size of two Wawa sandwiches easily. Right. Um, but I feel fine after I eat that, whereas Understood. I feel the regret, like the fast food regret, yep. where you eat a little too much fast food. Same thing with the. You might as well eat like a sandwich. whole lot too yeah, much. Exactly. They're called the Sizzlies, right? Sizzlies. 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 Yeah. Do they still call them Sizzlies? Yeah, I do. see the I see the billboards oh, as yeah, like yeah. you leave AC and shit. Yeah. You're like get some Sizzies yeah. too for three Sizzlies. Thursdays. Sizzlies. <laughs> Sizzlies. Lame ass Sizz- fucking word. Sizzlies and scissor. So I had two dirty moments. Okay. I was recently in Washington with my fiance, Seattle, Washington State. State. Beautiful over there. We did a bunch of hiking. I saw that. I met up with uh, Higa Monster, Grand Higa, and he's like, dude, on your way back from the mountain, you got to go to this place called Burgerville. Okay. So we went there. We were in like a little bit of a pinch, so we had to go through the drive-thru. They have this berry called a Marion berry, which is like native to Oregon or some shit. Okay. So we got two of those lemonade style, and then we got these colossal quarter pound burgers two of them each so we both fucking devoured both Aaron two had two, two, ha- two oh she's a burger burgers. lover wow. she loves wow. burgers wow and then they were amazing by the way okay. uh, shout out to Higga those right, where's, were great where's the dirty thing happened so, so here's the dirty thing okay there's a place called Top Pot 
okay. which has like the donuts, okay. and then you get like a Seattle coffee. Nice. So we got one, two, three, four, six, eight donuts, okay. all different artesian. Yeah, the, yeah, the like Oreo. Yeah, artisanal donuts, like yeah. the weight of four. Yeah, oh, my yeah, God, yeah, dude. Krispy Kreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. They were dense. Yeah, it's yeah. like a pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah So we just sat there, and I think we, like, picked up a game. They were playing, like, uh, checkers or some shit, right. and we went through all eight of them. Oh, wow. We split them in half. That sounds That's amazing. Dope. Dude, I it gotta was so bring good. Some sounds donuts. amazing. I gotta, I gotta bring in some donuts. You should. Oh, you, like should a, you should. You I know. Should. No, that's should. the thing. It's like you know. Yeah. Because it's always like a weekday too, yeah, so it's yeah. like, do try I want to keep bring right? Like, try to keep your shit together. And, uh, and, uh, no, yeah. it's like, it's like we half, need to meet on a Saturday. Half of me's like, please do, and then part of me's like, don't, don't do it. Fuck it, it's fall ball. Maybe like we'll do like <laughs> a Friday, and then you can save them a day. There you go. And just Friday, and then you just fucking eat them all. Fat Friday. Started off early. Started off early. Yeah, you know the the fucking fat boy that that'll happen every so often, like where Fat Boy Sunday starts on Friday night. Yeah, <laughs> it just started on Thursday morning for me. Fucking Dunkin'. It's all different. Yeah. I, God, it's like my least favorite kind of shit yeah. to eat. But yeah. I'm like, what am I gonna do, man? I couldn't like just buy muscle milk and drink a meal. Like I had to eat something. Contains no milk. Muscle milk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I follow you. I follow so sometimes you. you have to like many eat times. something. I've been there many yeah. times. Have you tried the Nestle Quick Protein? Ever that? I have not, but I guarantee you, it's not an option. Yeah, where I was at. Yeah, yeah. Like, no. So it's like you know, like the, water the, is my next option. <laughs> the, the typical like Nestle quick chocolate milk, but they have like a protein, protein infused one. So it's like twenty three grams of protein, and you know, obviously it's got like, you know, it's got sugar in it and stuff. Like it's right. you know where far you more go? than a regular protein shake, but they're tasty. They are tasty. The bunny old I, va- I value up. taste. You know, if you end up taste like, is paramount. Like if you end up at Wawa, and you grab it, grab you a Sizzly. Ass sizzly <laughs> instead of two, and you grab you a Nestle quick protein. Yeah, it could be worse. You could do much like worse. A, it's pretty. It's a, a pretty compromise. It's a pretty. Great. It's a pretty manly kind of fucking snack. You know what I mean? Pretty manly snack. Not like eating a Dr Pepper and a bag of fucking pork rinds. You know, they rename it. Though. At least it's got, at least you got some. At least you got some. At least you got some. Fried man, some man, the fucking... <laughs> At least you got some some manly shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god! Same pork rinds aren't manly. Nah, uh, you know. They probably grow tits if you eat enough of them. <laughs> so, so I'd have to agree. Let's not find out. If you come in last place of your fantasy draft, you got to eat pork rinds and Dr Pepper for a week. I mean, Come in last place, right? <laughs> there you I go. Mean, I could drink. Losers don't room. have haters. There, well, on. Fuck that. First place is not playing. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> the only way you win, it's like the world's worst athlete competition, right? The guy who wins <laughs> lost. Win is not- <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's the next cast. The world's well, worst well, athlete competition. We'll cut it there and uh, bring Cliffhanger. back the world's worst athlete. <laughs> Lore, just fucking old yeah. school shit. Yeah, we might have to get a competition going. That's right. <laughs> see who we can. We'll see. Make that happen. I'm down. All right. There's our cliffhanger for you. Yep. I know you're fucking riveted. Can't wait. Yo, that's the cast. Cast. Good to be back. Good to be back at you. We'll see you at the Olympia next week. Olympia in a couple days. And some remote casting. Yeah, I love the remote cast. There might be a remote cast. It's fucking sweaty in here. See what we can do. Twan twan. See what we can do. See what we can do. Some international flavor sprinkled on the cast. Coming soon. All right, everybody, take care. Bye bye for now. Peace. Peace.